Welcome back to another episode of the All Music Is Good podcast. We're the podcast that takes a deep dive into a mix of recent releases and gets right in there to try and work out what's great and sometimes not so great about each one. This week is the last episode of what can only be described as a relatively mundane 2020, and we have something very special for you to dive into this week. No, it's not a Christmas ratings grab. It's fair to say that we've spent most of this year cultivating a reputation as a serious music review podcast, so we would never stoop that low. What we have for you instead is a best of 2020 albums rating grab, featuring the top rating All Music Is Good albums of the year. And to help us do this, we have some of our favourite guests rejoining us to see if we can come up with a unanimous points decision. You like what I did there, Eric? Oh, I but, like that. But before we introduce the celebrity guest reviewers, when we talk about ratings grabs, there is only one man that is qualified to talk to that deep level of hustle. It's been a massively big year for this individual. Forget about COVID lockdown. On anyone's rating scale, the back catalogue of this man's achievements in 2020 is quite staggering. And it would be remiss of me not to mention just a few of them. And in no, no particular order, he went on a camping trip to Colac. He purchased a new tyre for his car. He saw a bowerbird's nest in the wild. He made a quite monumental life decision to change tobacconists. <laughs> He purchased an inflatable hot tub on top of multiple matching tracksuit sets. I could go on, but we may be here all night, and I don't want to subject our guests to any potential inferiority, inferiority complexes that his achievements may bring on. So can I welcome him back for the last time in 2020? It's my Cubano compadre, Mr. Arik Bloom. Hello, Arik. Hey, was. Oh, look at that round of applause. That's so nice. Um, was it that was su- that was such a beautiful intro? I really appreciate it. It was. I felt as though I was at my own wedding. The way you kind of delivered those lines, it was like a best man speech. It was actually. It was really good, man. I've never um, done a best man speech. I think maybe one day. Maybe one that day. Could maybe be my you could, Maybe you could be my best man. <laughs> you know, that's another twenty twenty kind of. Well, I've laid down. I've laid down a, a strong case for it on on multiple episodes this year. So you know, if it doesn't happen. It will. Uh, it will happen. Don't you worry, was it? You are getting a call up. You are like a. You're a chomping. You're like a chomping junior, ready to get that big call up on grand final day. Just like last minute inclusion, and you right. just go hard at the I'm ball. I'm the Marlon Pickett. You are. The, you're the Marlon Pickett of of 2020. <laughs> Um, Waza, thank you again for such a beautiful intro. Um, it has been a, an absolutely monumental year. I think you've pretty much defined my 2020, so I, I appreciate that. I might um, put that in my journal um, and just like make that the wrap. Um, but look, about your 2020, I mean, you know, you've been, you've been working hard, hard at work, you know, keeping me honest. Um, you know, monitoring people's sleep, which has been, you know, I guess I'm sure that would have been an interesting thing to be doing during COVID. Were people sleeping better or worse you in would the pandemic? Think it, you would think it would be interesting, but after 20 years, I reckon, the, uh, in the sleep world, it's just another night of someone sleeping. But that's okay. Like, I mean, I didn't go to a trip to Colac. I mean, you know, obviously you've had a lot more interesting things going on in your life and than, it- uh, than the Oakley hustle, the, uh, the walks from Oakley to Carnegie. Down the dark end of the uh, the railway line to Huntingdale. Oh, I know that walk. I mean, we've, <laughs> we've, we've 
We've played this out many we've, times. We've walked that lonely road together, <laughs> as as Billy Joe Armstrong has said so beautifully Very in that nice. uh, beautiful, yeah. beautiful Green Day song. Very um, nice. Was just before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know that I did actually pay a visit to your local stomping ground last night. I went down to Eaton Mall in Oakley. Yes. Um, and it was pouring with rain. It was about like twelve degrees, bucketing with rain. Mm. P- full. There was only three hundred people. Down there was there? only three hundred people <laughs> yeah. at Eaton Mall. <laughs> no. I went to I went to Meet Me, which you know, yeah. as as you're aware, that's a rookie era. Rookie era. I didn't go to Mythos. Yeah. Mythos. Where is Mythos? The upstairs restaurant. No, Mythos is next to uh, Vanilla. Ah, uh, next door to Vanilla. Yeah, I should have gone because my Meet Me dish was look. So, anyways, we don't yeah, want it to fame. They no have def- the no um the very traditional Greek platter for two, which feeds their entire family. So I would definitely recommend. Mythos. Mythos, and then but I'm sure you finished up at uh, Nikos I did. with Singapuriko. I did. I washed. I washed down my souvlaki with an espresso. Excellent. And and a garlic taburiko to share for two, like we do yes. when we hang out. We always share one. Yes, we and, do. And uh, look, it was a, it was a great event, um, and had a wonderful time. Um, which I guess garlic taburiko could potentially be what defines 2020. It's kind of sweet, but then inconsistent. <laughs> No, it's not. No, it's the perfect is, dessert. That's not inconsistent at all. It is. I agree. You just haven't just... had a good one. That's, it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's fair enough. I mean, I mean, I, I just b- before we, we introduce bring... you, um, uh, anonymous man, yeah. um, <laughs> please quickly, could you tell me what is what is consistent about garlic tabarico? Well, it should be like you know, you got to think of lasagna, right? Everyone thinks of like you get lasagna out, right? straight out of like the oven you don't cut straight into it because it's like a right royal hot mess you know that's true you gotta let it cool down yes mm. when you hit it with that syrup you gotta let it cool down you do so yeah. it yeah. firms up you know that's yeah. right that honey syrup with that touch of rose yeah. water and the walnuts the walnuts oh well oh. they didn't have walnuts <laughs> and the rose petals oh, oh my rose gosh petals, yeah. yes absolutely flam i mean it's flam right basically well, it's, it's, a, it's a greek vanilla slice it's um but just my favorite word of 2020 it's just been elevated it has been elevated it's yeah. built back better <laughs> anyway speaking of building back better was why don't we build back better from the first five minutes of this podcast and throw <laughs> to you well what we're here for tonight is to to really get get into the uh the top albums of this year and there have been a lot of top albums haven't there and like i was talking to you on the phone the other day and we were <laughs> talking well maybe we should we should say what the top six albums that we're bringing to the show tonight um and they are the Natalie Slade album, Control. Um, Great album. I actually haven't written it all down, which may have been another rookie error yeah. on my behalf. It's the uh, the uh, Run the Jewels album, Four. Yeah, four yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Vibration Black Finger. What was that album called again, Eric? Uh, Vibration Black Finger. Oh, jeez. Let me have a look. It's actually playing on my Spotify at the moment. Can you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, can you see what I'm trying to say? Can you see what I'm trying to say? Uh, We've got albums from Salt. That was the Untitled Rise album. Uh, We have got Husky's album. uh, Uh, Stardust Stardust Blues. And there was one more, which was Uh, Zara 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 McFarlane. Songs in a unknown tongue. tongue. That's right. (laughs) We've got support in tonight. It's very good. Um, (laughs) But as I was saying to you on the phone the other day, Eric, were they the albums that you listened to the most this year? Because for me, <laughs> like, how, how do we come up with this rating scale? Because I know when we had Natalie Slade in last week, I mean, she was giving 12 out of 10s, which sort of really skewed um, the the statistical um, derivation curves like out of whack. So we really had to um, have a think about 
what we were putting up this week as our albums of the year. Um, but for me, the albums I listened to the most this year were um, well, the Leanne Le Harvest album, which mm-hmm. um, I played a lot. Um, and you said, well, maybe they weren't... What what did you say? They weren't... It wasn't solid from start to finish. It wasn't, yeah. But but I think, you know, I think what we learned this year, and we'll, we'll definitely get everyone's take on this when, uh, when we kind of open up, but was is like there's albums that you kind of hear that hit you on like a on a listen review kind of scale and then there are albums that you just live with and similarly my 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 most listened to album in my spotify analytics mm. was holy hive oh, um wow. which which we actually scored quite low yeah. and then second to that was uh 36 uh which was oh, um 36 36 which yeah. was uh, wave, wave variations, variations yeah yeah which became the thing that i went to sleep to so and you know that's that's a seven <laughs> night a week kind of situation normally it's a, wasn't it normal like a neoclassical German composer that you went to sleep with. Number Didn't... three was Max Richter's uh, um, <laughs> "Sleep," but that wasn't released this year. But but a late inclusion, might I add, is Nils Fram's uh, most recent record. Right, uh, it's a live record recorded at Funkhaus in Berlin. Yes, um, but look for well, me, for, yeah. For oh, me, no, you go, you go. For me, um, yeah, there was some... The, the, I think the list that we've put together, I'm really, really happy with and would love to hear from our guests about that shortly. Um, but I, I certainly lived with records longer than necessarily the ones that we've put up as albums of the year. But, does you know, I think this is an interesting question. Does album of the year mean album that you listen to the most? Yeah, well, it obviously doesn't because, I mean, I've, I would have the uh, the Logic album, which I gave 10 to, the only album I gave 10 to this year, and it didn't make it. Oh, no, 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 no. Just, just correcting the record, you gave uh, Natalie Slade's record a 10. I actually didn't. I gave it a 9. And then you corrected the record on last week's episode and said, I'll give it a 10. Uh, oh, well, then, well, you know, that's semantics. Oh, someone's listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Oh, I edited it many times over. Anyway, um, the uh, Logic album, I loved. I've listened to that a lot. I listened to um, the Natalie Slade album a lot. Uh, the Fiona Apple one, I, I listened to a number of times. Mm. I, that gave me the feels. And and a late comer, I've found I've listened to that Ariana Grande album a heap over the last two weeks. It is a banger. I oh, love yeah. that. But actually, Eric, can I just take you to... Um, I've done a bit of research on, on a number of our websites this week. Um, Pitchfork uh, have got a number of albums in there that we reviewed. Um, Arca, Kick Eye, was in at number 40. Interesting. Taylor Swift, 29. Chloe and Halle, 28. Nubaya Garcia, 25. Grimes, Miss Anthropocene, who Kylie Aldis said she wanted to punch in the face, was <laughs> 20, 24. <laughs> Run the Jewels, 4, is at 16. Fiona Apple... Was at number one. Oh, Jesus. Um, Rolling Stones, Ariana Grande, 22. Colleen Hulley, 19. Run the Jewels, 6. Fiona Apple, number two. Taylor Swift, number one. Um, well, I mean, I think that says a lot. And I think this is, you know, part of this, the whole reason for this podcast is, you know, myself, yourself, and, you know, a lot of our guests are not, uh, are no longer trying to be cool. So right. we just look at the music. That's right. I, I think that that's list... I'm always trying to be cool. <laughs> Except Kumar. <laughs> I mean, you should see what he's wearing. Well, um, but I, I, well, I can, speaking of Kumar, Shroom, um, NME gave Thundercat number 37. I'm sure he's really disappointed that that Thundercat's album didn't make that's it. That's good. I'll, I'll live with that. You know, it's top 50. <laughs> it's a win. You but know? look, Fiona Apple made it into the top 10 of every list. Um, the NME had. Um, her at 10, ABC had her at 2, Run the Jewels 4 was at number 1 on both the NME and ABC Interesting. Um, ones, but um, Emma Donovan was at number 3. But the, uh, funnily on enough, which, on which one? On the ABC one. Funnily enough, ABC was the only ones to have Salt's album 
which came at number five. Yeah. And they, they also had the Miesha album in at number 16. Interesting. Um, it, interesting how much it varies. Anyway. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get down to that. I think now might be a good time to introduce our special guests for this evening's episode. What do you reckon, was? I agree, Eric. Let's do it. So, if I can take you back into the annals of time for a moment, um, to a time when uh, COVID was still a real and scary thing, to a time of lockdowns, time when Uber Eats was our main source of food supply, to ISO gigs, to no gigs, um, and other such things that seem so quaint and funny now. But it was in such times that two middle-aged men started a podcast about music and the review of said music and to our very first episode where we were both under the misguided assumption that people might actually be interested in hearing us talk about it. <laughs> I held out slightly longer than you did, Eric, but you were very much of the opinion that if this endeavour was to extend longer than two episodes, we needed to get ourselves some bona fide star power. Star power. And oh, what guests we've had. Like, like In all seriousness, though, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet a bunch of fellow musicians and, and not just musicians but music lovers um during and philosophy doctors <laughs> it's and lawyers and lawyers um but like i mean what it's reaffirmed to me is that like <coughs> musos at the end of the day love a good chat and secondly they love a good chat about music um because that's what we all love and and having the opportunity to force myself to listen to new music with a bunch of fellow music nerds um, has made this year like an unexpected joy and privilege. But I digress. He's doing that speech thing oh, again. I, I digress. <laughs> so without further ado, in selecting our special guest today, Eric, we opened up the bonnet on the murky underbelly of Spotify artists. And when I say the, under the bonnet, I'm talking hardcore metadata. I'm talking statistical trends and derivation curves, the kind of dark magic that no musician should ever have to be subjected to and perhaps that's the idea. I'm sure it is the idea that Spotify does not want us to know. But we persevered because that's what we do on the All Music Is Good podcast. We get right in there to work stuff out. And what we discovered is that there were three guests that blew the roof off our rating ceilings this mm. year. Who knows what type of meltdown they'll generate being on the one episode together. So it's my great pleasure to welcome back our first ever guest and resident billion-selling artist... The living legend, Miss Kylie Aldist. Hello. Hey, Kylie. Hi. And secondly, the YouTube Indian cooking sensation, who sometimes plays guitar in a hundred different bands, quite possibly all at once, including recent ARIA triple award winning uh, winners. Um, can I say hello to Mr. Kumar Shom? Kumar Shom. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And last but not least, she's the president of the Sean Burgoyne fan club <laughs> and our resident football correspondent. We got her back under the false pretenses tonight. She actually thinks she's here to give us a rundown on Hawthorne's latest drafting recruits. Can I say hello to the lovely Liz Stringer? Thank you. Welcome, yeah. Liz. Welcome, Liz. So, welcome, the, uh, welcome to the illustrious club. I might start uh, by just catching up with you, Kylie. Um, what's been happening? Well, um, so thank you for... Oh, don't touch my microphone. <laughs> thank you for having me back, you know. Like, um, yes, I, I did get into the, um, to the club on my middle-aged status, I think, and I stayed <laughs> because, yeah, the... Uh, yeah, nobody else <laughs> would. No, because, um, like, I'm your auntie and you have to do what I say, so I thought it was very nice for you to invite me and be such lovely boys to me. Thank you very much. I have been doing very much nothing. I have, well, during lockdown, wasn't I decided to put out an album, so there was that. And then 
then that was it. That's it. That's all that's happened this year. That's a big year. So it was pretty much like two, three days worth of kind of heavy activity. But the rest of it. And then not one single gig. (laughs) Not one single gig? No. no, I just, I I like, um, I rang up uh, the radios and things like that. Like talk talk, talk back radio? I talk to people in the other side of the world. Have you been been calling talk back radio? (laughs) Yeah. No, they call me. Okay. (laughs) 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 Or Or I forget. To yeah. call them, yes. And then I've been doing podcasts with, you know, p- famous people, like, you know, like right now. And, um, yeah, just basically learning how to cook. I've been, I, you know, I've been following Kumar's recipes. I've been having parties with Liz. Oh, that was my first breakout party. We went to a, a party with some other lovely so, ladies. Talk, and, talk us through it. What, what, what was that? Well, it's actually what, what private. Was that? What? No. Yeah. Right, it's no, no, really no. private. It's actually quite private. Oh, it's a bit private. <laughs> yeah. Well, we tried to have this party a long time ago and it just couldn't happen. Then then we just said, even before they said we weren't allowed, we said, look, we, pre- we better not because there was some people from St Kilda and we were like I That's don't think we should decision. do that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah fair enough so we were kind of grown up about it all and so it was just we were so excited to be allowed to have a party the other day was and it at someone's house or a yeah venue? it was at a friend's house and it was all lovely muso girls that we all know each other and you know just it was just very very nice to actually go out and touch other people and have a happy yeah. time oh it's the best and we drank way too much and it's lovely so yes here we are again and it's nice to see you all in one space and just to quickly just check in because on the last episode I think we, we discussed something about you painting your fence oh that was a long time <laughs> I go, goodness gracious, that took like one day. Yeah, so we painted the fence. Thank you for noticing. And um, I put some plants in front of it. Then I got a bit sort of annoyed because I already had a green couch and I painted the fence green. And then it kind of was like, oh, maybe it clashes. I wanted it to be like, you know, orange or something against the green. And then my plants didn't really look like I wanted them to look against the green. I wanted it to sort of blend. Anyway, I'm... I'm no, 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 not <laughs> anyway. This is actually I wanted, the yeah, important so stuff. I've, I've started thinking maybe I need those really deep, dark, leafy greens because it's kind of like a um, um, middle sort of pale green not too pale but you know that middle kind of green anyway because the next door neighbors gave me a new fence this is so exciting this stuff isn't as it, if they gave they, you so, one yes, or they yes, imposed I live next door, one no I live next door to a mosque and okay. they are very kind to us and they said look we want a new fence because we want privacy and you don't have to pay half and I'm like well that sounds like a plan to me right so they just gave us a mo- uh, like a beautiful green fence and then my other fence was white, so do you I was have like bench cappings on that fence. Like what size? Yeah, with one point eight meters, or I have no. I can. It's between to? us. We can do what we want. Okay. So um, anyway, my house is kind of a beige color, and the fence was that kind of Brunswick green, which was like, oh, this is not working. So I had to make something to blend the two together. You know what I mean? So that they would be friends, and so in that way, it did kind of help. But now I'm finding that I need to have really different colored plants instead of just plain green plants because they're just disappearing. How does that work with your hot tub, the blue of the hot tub um, between the... It, it works perfectly. It's absolutely fine. That's not the problem. The problem was that the, the plants and the green couch against the green fence. I found I needed some contrast mm. and it's lacking in my life. <laughs> so in it's relation lacking. to the fence, perhaps a perhaps could be an inspiration for a new concept record? <laughs> Perhaps, maybe, yes. I need to think more about contrast in my life. That's right. Yes. That's right. (laughs) You need to think about what's there in front of you because sometimes you don't really notice, do you? You always, you think the back, you take the background for for granted (laughs) and it's all about borrowed landscape when you think about it, people. Mm. Well, roll, of, roll the X-Files. She's back. Carly <laughs> Oldest is back in the building. <laughs> that was bizarre. <laughs> she's, she's twice giving you the word contrast to segue to the next guest. Well, we're like, no, 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 no. I'm trying. I'm right, trying. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have the hook. Um, th- <laughs> thank you, My Carly. God, you did squeeze that out. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> thank you, Carly. Um, next up, Liz, welcome back to the show. It's so great Thanks, to have you. Thanks, <laughs> Good um, to be back. Do you have kind of similar kind of um, sort of like 
borderline sort of sci-fi kind of contrast <laughs> things that you, that you can share. I mean, I, I know before we start, before we press record, you were talking a little bit about um, uh, half marathons. Ooh. Yes, yes. So for, wow. for those tuning in for the first time, sci-fi. It is pretty sci-fi. <laughs> So Liz, look. Well, if you get into sneakers, sneaker technology, that is very sci-fi these days. I'll I'll just shut up and maybe perhaps you can just 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 take it away. Well, look, let's talk sneakers for a second though, because I've got the uh, New Balance twenty two twenties for Christmas. (laughs) Well, I've got this thing about when I was when I was like yeah, I used to play heaps of sport when I was younger, but we never had like never got Nikes or like Adidas. We always had like Kmart, whatever. So I have this thing now that... Ruse? Do you have Ruse? Tracks. Remember Ruse? I, I run on tracks. No. I probably, Those were sneakers you get them that have little zips on the side. Oh, yeah, I did have For your coins. Oh, oh no. I thought no. you meant... No. 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 Anyways. Rebot pumps? No. No, no, I didn't. But um, anyway, I can't remember what I was saying. So, so <laughs> sneaker technology. Oh, yeah, sneaker sneakers. technology. Yeah. So so now, I like it, I mean, I have basically as much money as I did when I was 11 or 12. <laughs> <laughs> so, and sneakers have gone up. Like, sneakers... <laughs> Well, sneakers may as well be the same price as they was were then, you know, like completely out of my reach. But I did spend the most I've ever spent on Nike on runners, mm. which was about to. I was I, I literally googled best Nike running shoes. Did you do it on Black Friday? No, I didn't. Oh, I did about Boxing Day. I'm not a good online shopper, Eric. Oh, I'm really. Okay. In fact, this year was the year of me learning to push through, like shopping online, and I had some terrible uh, fails or some wonderful. Some I nailed some fails. Give us one. Through. Give us oh, one or two. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty unspectacular, really. It's just like you know, buying. Bu- oh, actually, this is a good okay. story. Take us there. Um, this is how much I haven't actually been in the same room as people that I'm already classifying this piece of shit story as an interesting <laughs> one. But, <laughs> but I, so I bought this like this bather top, like this bikini top, and it was like it didn't fit right. So I, I I I couldn't work out how to exchange it, and I emailed them and said, "How do I? I need a different size." And they said, "Look, what we'll do is we'll just we'll give you a voucher for the value of how much they are. You can keep those the other ones, and we'll just give you another." And I was like, this, like a win. if this is an online shopping thing, what have I been doing for the last 15 years? Wait, when did the internet start? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, sometime around 2008. Yeah. I got my first mobile when I was like 35. Yeah. So was it a fail or a win? That was a she win. Can sell was a win. the okay, other cool. one now. Right. Well, I'd, yeah, I, I, you know, that's, I, no, that's next decade. Come on. <laughs> but I did give it to someone. On second thoughts, awesome. I should have said these were thirty bucks. Give me twenty. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then and they then, wouldn't be yeah. your friend anymore. That's, then. That, that's more of an Arik level hustle. <laughs> you need to, we they're thirty five because they belong to me, and I tried them on. They actually touched my boobs, so they cost more now. Yeah. <laughs> so that. that, that <laughs> That to me doesn't sound like an online shopping fail. It sounds more like a victory. No, no sorry. In my, I, that, that was a win. Yep. But the fails were just about like, you know, things didn't fit or like clothes that look good uh, on on the screen. But then when you get them, they're like just the cheapest yeah. piece of shit. And mm. as I said, I'm not averse to wearing cheap piece of sh- pieces of shit clothing. <laughs> I've been doing it my whole life. Isn't but it you weird know. when you go, oh, no, I spent $2 on that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, yeah, like sitting at home, it literally comes to your doorstep, and you're you're fucking indignant because it's like not exactly how you thought it was going to be. So, anyway. what happened with the runners? Are they are they good runners? They're, yeah, they're pretty good. But this is the other thing that I've worked out. As like when I was a kid, you get a one pair of like runners when you're ten, and yeah, you wear forever. them until they fall, yeah. fall apart. But if cross you do, trainers. 
Yeah, exactly. Everything. Yeah. For everything. But yeah. runners in they one run day out. are not supposed to be worn for any longer than like six months. Exactly. So, so I should really get a new pair of runners. No, I'm hoping that there's slides. a fee attached to this you podcast. You've got to get slides and put, you oh, put yeah, them in your is. bag. And when you go to your sport, you put your slides in, wear your slides there and you put your shoes on and when you get to the yeah, you know, you're not to the sport. Slides. Wear them. Slides. Yeah, well, no, 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 slides. No, no. My son, that's no, what he does. He collects shoes, right? You wear slides to the game and then you put your basketball shoes on when you get to the game so that they never touch the ground. Just for the record, I have no idea what slides are, Kylie. Old man, like, old man like, shoes that are good oh, at that. Oh, the kids, what yeah, kids, yeah, kids wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, Slides no, with they, the socks. How, yeah. Yeah. I think how it yeah. started, oh, some, you know, somebody's old dad was wearing it with yeah, the socks. Yeah, yeah. And that's right. Yeah. I yeah. do that. I do that regularly. I didn't realise it was a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely like, it definitely shows like athleteness, right? Yeah. So so she needs to know this because she just got these new ones. Oh, yeah. Are they any good? Is like the, the thong and sock combo that yeah. I see? Yeah. It's a slide. It's a slide. Yeah. I see that on planes a lot. And I'm I'm always a bit like, oh, that looks so dumb it, but yeah, also it dumb. it's incredibly comfortable it's the thing and the, but then so you got these groovy shoes right so yeah. you got to keep them in a bag keep them nice and neat and then you only wear them when it's time to do your marathon and that's yeah. it so well, this might be a good moment sorry to interrupt yeah. but this might be a good moment to, to perhaps like wrap up the episode no 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to create the like the 2021 Kylie Oldest slide challenge ah. so perhaps no, Liz no. At your next show, you yeah. can walk out socks and slides, <laughs> and then, and then before it. you before you play your first song, yeah. just go. Um, just hold on a minute, yeah. and then Put and your then take shoes the, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how it Put works. the how Nikes on. Put the yeah. Nikes yeah. on. Yeah. So what, we go. What, what, what are they? Well, I want to know about our shoes. We haven't actually got to the yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. So, well, so look, that, that was that was the only <laughs> yeah. thing was that I have. We just talking runners, and mm. I was like, I think I need to get new runners. Yeah, that's the end. Did you do a marathon already? I've, well, I have done a marathon in two halves. Yes. In those <laughs> shoes. On two separate days. In those shoes. <laughs> right, so they're ruined. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're they probably ruined. a bit. Yeah, yeah they are. I, well, I, 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 my sister gave me some ones for Christmas and she got a 40% off on yeah. New Balance and then I paid for most of them and she. See, New Balance, like, people keep talking about New Balance mm, like they're the best Are you allowed to say names of things yeah, on yeah, the yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. I, I wore them for the first time this morning. And you know when you're just wearing in that new shoe for the first day and you feel like you're running yeah, on air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. So, I, you know, it was like taking a, like, a, you know, I, was, I took a really good E this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, my feet had a really fucking great experience. I like the sounds nice. great. But, okay, um, all right. I'll check them yeah, out. They they don't last for that long. Like, yeah. that, that sponginess sort of yeah. goes away really quickly. It does, it does. So more streetwear. Yeah, that's right. So then you end up with a whole bunch of sneakers in your wardrobe that's that look right. brand new. That's a yeah. waste. But they don't have the cushioning. The cushion's gone. Mm. Anyway. The world's so Liz has obviously uh, purchased some high-class running shoes. Yeah. Sci-fi. Anything else happened in 2020? No. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> next guest for this, for this evening's episode is the wonderful and probably one could argue – uh, 2020s TikTok celebrity. I mean, you're not even. I'm not even on TikTok. You're not even on TikTok. <laughs> you're not even on TikTok, but you should be on TikTok. And I think we all agree. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcoming to the All Music Is Good podcast, Mr. Kumar Shine. Okay. Cheers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kumar, talk us through 2020 with your, you know, adopting TikTok. Well, I haven't really been adopting TikTok. It's Facebook like, and Instagram, man, isn't it? Ah, true, true. Yeah, it's yeah. more Instagram kind of stuff. Well, like, you know, just been... Just actually the last... Well, I guess, like, since... I think it was, like, December or something when, um, you know, the Premier changed the rules and all that. Like, start things started coming in. Like, I've started doing lots of recording sessions. Like, um, a lot of stuff with Aja Kwai. Ah, awesome. 
So, like, the main artists I work with, and obviously, you know, another artist I work with has won some couple of Ari Awards. It's <laughs> yeah. pretty sick. That's also a pretty big deal. <laughs> so um, She's never come back to Australia again, is she? No, no. <laughs> she's So, well, actually, it's... um. So, next... Yeah, so so next year there's now she's yeah she's plan, yeah, she's coming back and we have some big shows. World domination. Are you doing the My Music Bowl show? Yeah, that's so, awesome. Um, quite a few, like quite a few really big shows happening. Um, a lot of festival like tour dates are happening. So I'm getting Look at ready the smile for that. on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So it's it's good. I mean, actually, in the last couple of days I haven't been doing much. I mean, so my sister's in currently in a uh, what you call it, Netherlands at the moment. She's got a job oh, there. Wow. Yeah, cool. So she's doing there so we just kind of a real small kind of gathering for christmas and all. but i actually in the last couple of days i've been actually keeping it quite mellow i've actually so 2021 is actually well actually 2020 was meant to be the year i'm actually going to finish off this album of mine and yes. go solo yeah well not really like it's not like not fully You're going, going solo well yeah like yeah like an out solo album full of solos but like you know just like <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. You know. No, but it's like I mean like if you know, anyone like can my, do it, you can keep up. No, but it's just like um I've got this original music, I've got this stuff that I want to put out and this year was meant to be, but obviously yeah, things yeah. happened and well, you know, I, I asked uh, my I mean that's what happens when you yeah. become a social media influencer. <laughs> right? Well it's actually it's kind of kind of holding back has actually kind of been worthwhile, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I've made lots of contacts with people from Funnily enough, from Brazil and Sweden, so and all these people, you know, like just was that on the internet? Yeah, just on the internet. So like, I've just one thing I've been doing over this time is something I used to do when I was a lot younger was actually just like go for little kind of just shredding competitions. Nice. And so, so yeah. what 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 is that world? I know. Like, it's just pretty let's, much. Let's let's, it's, let's, it's, oh, let's, oh, let's let's pull the curtain back. It's all it is. Is like they put out a backing track, and there's like one million, like you know. Die hard shredders <laughs> just go like yeah I'm going to go, go for it. it and just like I want to win some gear you know? so do you, do you go hard like straight out of it's, the gate well yeah it's kind of like it's like you want to make tell a story but you know be like you know I'm king of the domain kind of that <laughs> stuff you know <laughs> tell it louder than anyone just, else yeah. yeah it was like are you winning? Um, look, I've got, to, I've won some gifts. Like, I won a guitar. I won an amp. Oh, wow. awesome. What, what, what guitar did you win? That's cool. So I went, uh, I won this. It's like this. So I went for this. I think it's like a Tash Sultana one, and just like it's awesome. like the Stratocaster I've won. So that's wow. coming in the mail. And, um, that's crazy. Fantastic. And um, I won an amp from Italy, so that's pretty cool. What kind of amp? It's just a Black Star amp. Awesome. So yeah, and then I've like won some hoodies and some anything. strings. <laughs> Some like you know you lessons, some, just kind of stuff. It's like different kinds of gear and all that kind of stuff. That's but I'm just, red. but I'm using it as a way of just you know practice recording, practicing because I haven't done like recording practice in such a long time. Listening back, so it's kind of good. So I mean, like when I'm going into 2021, I'm I go like literally all guns blazing, you know, just kind of really, you know, like you know, try to be the one take wonder, you know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but, you know? but Eric, awesome. but Eric, he's not just winning in the uh, the musical world or the shred world he's he's winning in the color culinary world culinary as well. award i mean that's where it's all been at is that and is that are you, are you finding more traffic on your on your shred like analytics or your like <laughs> recipe analytics you know what's really funny you know like instagram actually has like an ad they show they show you they do look i'm, and, not, um, I'm, not, ask, I'm not asking this to not get the answer and, 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 no, i'll give you the answer i reckon only knows about tiktok so you might not understand this instagram no, i can thinking. give you the answer it's like a bit scary it's kind of like like my like day job and like playing it's like slightly more shredding than culinary like yeah, literally right. by 
ten percent. Right. It's really wow. interesting. Like, like I've I've noticed like friends who like do stuff that's. I mean, not to say that cooking is not interesting. I think cooking is super interesting. Oh, man. But, but it's but saturated. Like, but then right. again, shredding is saturated as well. <laughs> that's but, true. Yeah. But, but that's shredding is a real niche niche kind of a space. Yes. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't say like yeah like a Kumar shred video yeah. may not necessarily make like news.com.au like as like no. biggest influencers of 2020. But everyone's but, interested in a prawn biryani. Correct. <laughs> Hello. Correct. Yeah. That looked amazing. So I, like, 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 like I asked that question actually out of legit curiosity because, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I know as a, as, a, as a guitar player myself, as a guitar slinger, mate, as a guitar slinger. <laughs> um, I believe the term is axe, axe wielder. Axe, axe wielder. <laughs> look, mate, look, mate, as an axe wielder. Um, how many, how many I, apps have you won this year, Eric? I haven't won. I haven't won any apps, but I should actually quickly on the on the on the on the on the topic of competitions. I've won one competition in my life. Mm. I won it in 1989. It was a cartoon company. I don't know if you guys remember the cartoon company. Oh, yeah. Yeah. was that aggro? No, that's it. That's that was a cartoon, cartoon connection. connection. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. you're right. Wow. And there was just Get like there yes. was this fork <laughs> in the road. In '89, well, it was Cartoon Connection or Cheese TV, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but there was you know? also okay. this thing called Cartoon Company, okay, which like mm. actually predated Cartoon Connection, and then Agro came in and just like you know bells and whistles just Clean fucking sweep monopolized. Of the kids, yeah. And he's been back. What is that? He has been back. Yeah, he's but I won. Now. I entered ads. this competition in '89. Um, it was a Cartoon Company competition, and I won in the mail. I won a Polaroid of the two hosts, who I don't remember, Aww. and 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 an A4 piece of paper as to how to do a magic trick that involved a straw and a piece of string. Wow! And I was like <laughs> losing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh my god! I'm Imagine know. giving a kid, an eight-year-old kid, that oh, these days. Right. Wow. Yeah, They'd yeah, just be yeah. like, what is this? But, you know, like yeah, yeah. they would love that because I remember my son Jimmy, he sent a picture in to um, Giggle and Hoot. Like he coloured in a picture and he sent it into Giggle and Hoot and they never, ever said anything about it or even thanked him and he, hate to, he hated them oh. after that. He, he's scarred from it. Yeah. Wow. You know, so they shouldn't do that shit. They shouldn't allow that kind of interaction because so it lets kids, it, so they get let down. That's the budget cuts at the ABC. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won a thing. Ooh, I, I won. I actually did a colouring ink. See, because I know that he would have been, it would have been a good colouring thing because I actually won a, a brownie box camera from colouring ink competition, right? I lived up north of Broken Hill and it was so far from anywhere. And I sent it in to the ABC at Broken Hill and they said that I won. I actually won because I can colour inside this the lines. This is like a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, well, like, I, I've practiced. Yes, thank you, Liz, because I have April practiced. April May 2020. It has been a busy year, hasn't yeah. it? Mate? You oh, didn't mention that no, on your intro. I've practiced. <laughs> so, Kylie, so, what did you win? I won a camera. It was called nice. an actual Instagram, like Instagram, wow. sorry, instant camera, instant a brownie camera. and A browning? A brownie. Brownie. Brownie? Because it used to be a brownie box. Yeah, bro- brownie is a brownie. It's a, like brownie. Kodak. Bro- okay. Bro- okay, Shut yeah, up, yeah. you don't know anything. <laughs> anyway, no, so this was like 1978 or so. This is the last time I won anything, and that's yeah. how much I'm, I'm so excited about it. Still, yeah. I can't forget. And so it was like twenty dollars to um to get the photographs, like mm-hmm. bloody you know yeah, developed. done, developed. Yeah. And when they got them back, and my mum had to go all the way, you know, seventy miles north to bloody you know the shops. And then she got the photos back, and every single photo had my finger in it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! So that was the end of my story. Thank you. Thank you for that story, so, um, Kumar Shom. Obviously, you've had the obviously the Aria. The, you know, the Aria Awards that have come in through Sampa the Great, yeah, which has been really this, exciting. Yeah, the cool, Aj- yeah. Ajak Choir recordings coming up. Yeah, that's cool. Coming um, up, yeah. The the obviously the, the whole massive cooking segment and the you know the comp- like basically just. 
winning all all of the well, shred. Yeah, well, it's actually it's not really it's not really winning. It's just like I, I did it just purely like all right, cool. Like I just think of it like this, right? Why pay like say thousand to two thousand dollars for a guitar when I can try and win one? Yeah, totally, absolutely, and then right. actually you know? win it. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. look. I mean, that, 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 that spoke, yeah. that, I mean, like if I I'm, if I'm I if I adopted that kind of I'm just trying to be angle, slightly more millionaire, if man. If you know, that's kind of thing, angle, you know. Like, I'm just gonna be like that guy, like who you know, who wants to be crawl party, you know? I'll be fucking crawl party, man. You know, which is like which is like millionaire in Indian, you know. Just look, you know look, I have a similar situation. It's like why pay for the halloumi? Cheese for my <laughs> yeah, scrambled eggs. There's a reason, there's yeah. a reason just, meat platters are such a good thing. You that's know? right. Like, I, yeah, can, yeah. I can win it. I can win it at Coles. <laughs> yes. You know. Yeah. That's a vibe. Okay. Anyway. You know, I, mean, I just think of it like you know. I always always take my chances. You know, there's nothing to lose. I mean, I'd lose it if I don't take my chances. You know. Before we move on, was yeah. I have one more question? I'm yeah, just cool. really really curious about the kind of competitive edge in shred fest. Is there like a camaraderie where like people are like yo bro dope shredding, or is it like? Mercy is for the weak, you know. Oh, here on the streets, it's competition. Well, there's, there's a Brazilian guy who's like chat too. Like he wins a lot, and he's pretty like, you know, he's he's chill. Okay, but it's like it's online, so you, you know who knows. Like it's one with face to face. Is like it could be like it could be that kind of scene out of Predator or something. You know, I can just be <laughs> gripping in, like, you're like, how are you, mate? And then essentially we're just doing an arm wrestle in the air. You know? Like, yeah, you know, I can't remember the name. It's like Arnold, and I can't remember the other guy's name. I'm, co- I'm gonna say Billy D. Williams. I could be wrong. Yeah. So we've got a. Quick you know the scene I'm talking about. I, yeah? I, I, I totally understand what we're talking about. Look, look, just to wrap up. No this, one else does. Just to, wrap up, to wrap up this segment, we've had Kylie Oldest, um, kind of basically, uh, you know, delve deep into the concept of contrast, which we all feel <laughs> deeply enriched for. We've had Liz, who's bought lots of sneakers and basically period, and and Kumar Shom has uh, more or less. Um, just started shit in like multiple countries with I haven't lots started of shit, man. <laughs> started shit. No, uh, no, far from it, well, man. He finished like, it, mate. He finished yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, that's True. not that. It's not, no, I'm not, definitely not starting shit. Just trying to connect, you know? Yeah, no, no, legit, legit, legit. So thank you all for joining the All Music yeah, Podcast. Thank you. We are here yeah. to talk music. But oh, before we do, we have one more thing to get to. Warren Hunter. Please take it away. Well, no, I think you should introduce the Instagram like of the week because, I mean, you set things up so I well. Did set, I did okay, set it. Okay, thanks, up, thanks. <laughs> okay, so each week uh, on the All Music is Good podcast, um, Waza uh, basically goes deep into Instagram and he finds the page that we are officially going to like for the week. So basically, uh, if you go to our Instagram, we like roughly about 14 to 16 pages, if I'm correct. Well, if we've had 14 episodes, so it would make so sense. So we like, four, we like, like 14 people. pages and we like to make a big song and dance about the, four, the, the new page that we've decided to like. And it's basically open to the floor to guess what... Okay, I guessed this. Remember, <laughs> I guessed did. it. it was now, I have a question. If I guess it correctly again... <laughs> yes, we will you pay, get you. A, you actually, no, pay you. You get, you, get, you, get the, you get the guitar that Kuma won on the Shred Fest. <laughs> well, actually, I was going to say, I won't be arrogant and say that I'm going to win it, because I might not. I've it may be Kuma, it may be Kylie, but... Yeah. Can I have just take one of these synthesizers? <laughs> you, you, you can take one of the you synthesizers. You shouldn't have said it. They wouldn't have noticed. Right. Okay. I look. I'll, I'll, I'll match your offer, Liz. Yeah. And what I'll say is that Black Star amplifier that Kumar won <laughs> on the Shred Fest is you. You can. You can. Use th- that amplifier. You'll match my <laughs> offer by offering me something <laughs> if someone else says you don't. Okay. okay, let's go. 
<laughs> no, no, it's, e- it's easily done. It's just like five, five of his like what you call it. I'm um, added as sw- the. That's true. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this. Trade him a, the, the 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 sweatsuit. Liz, you know, if like, you, oh, if I don't you, know that I want a sweatsuit that Eric's been wearing <laughs> through lockdown. That's okay. You're washing. It's just tumble washing. dry. Just tumble dry. You know. You wash. All right. Here, okay. We got to I know that Ethiopian sweat is quite a good one. It's yeah. a good one. But that's not when I when I when I get rid of that one. Liz, I will. I'm. I'm I will. I'll meet you. He said no. Obviously. No. 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 I'll meet you in the middle. Okay. I, you. Like if you win this, yeah. you get a pair of track pants. Oh, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you do realise, Eric, that she's sitting next to the computer with the answer on. Uh, so like, just don't. No, honestly, <laughs> I saw the first question. I was like, don't look, because I'm fucking competitive about this. I want to get it. Ah, should have put my glasses I, look, on. Look, by the end of this episode, we'll, I'll either give you a pair of my, uh, you know, no, and I, I say used. Used. I, I don't want to say used. I want to say. Um, Enlightened track pants. <laughs> no, broken in. Broken, broken in. Broken elevated. In. Elevated. <laughs> elevated. That's right. Liz gets a pair of my elevated track pants. So, <laughs> what is that? Yes. Well, look, I want to say. Stop this madness. Yeah, I want to say, first of all, that uh, through all this, I've been getting progressively more angry at Jessica Watson okay. um, for not posting at all. And like we went hard early. With Who's Jessica, she the um, she's, she's, she's uh, she sailed across the, the boat world. Girl. She sailed solo oh, okay. around the world as yeah. a fifteen-year-old, and I just thought that's pretty random. And you know, yeah. we'll, we'll pick her. And last week at Christmas, she posted her first post on Instagram since, for literally since twelve like months. June, July. Yeah, since like June or July. So she was getting that's close to being dumped, um, <laughs> and we were going to replace her with someone else. But um, I don't know. I'm getting sick of the real Layla Ali's yeah, post. Yeah, she's pretty she's busy. Too much. Pretty busy. Cat, and Ricciardo Cat hasn't done much Liz. Daniel Ricciardo is pretty busy as Daniel, well Daniel Ricciardo Ricciardo is, is busy Megan Markle I'm starting to get sick of that as well so look we might have to like have a look through this next you year might have have to, you might have to have a bit of a think about a how you call, guys you know? how you guys select the people <laughs> that you follow <laughs> it's not easy because you'd be surprised there's not many people that I want to pick who no. are actually on Instagram look, to be honest, I mean, Buzz Aldrin was on that was a good one but he hasn't posted much either I think he why do you died. want him to post just I don't know, just so we can scrolling, sort of, just yeah. like what is it called? Um, deaths. You um, like them? They don't. What does that matter? Like you just like them, even if they don't post, then you're supposed uh, to like them. Yeah. Don't make sense, Carly. Oh. Seriously. <laughs> you, um, you like them now? You're gonna tell them how to behave. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. That's what you do. I like you. You owe me something. Well, that's, when you but that's what you do when you like someone, right? <laughs> but that's pretty much show business, isn't it? You know? Yeah, like, dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> when you've only got 14 people on your Instagram, like, you just see everything. And so, like, unless we get, until we get 100 other people on there, I think, you know, we're not going to really know. Maybe just well, like one of the know, Kardashians just to just lift yeah, it up. Yeah. Number one. Number two, it. perhaps maybe like. Their Instagram like the week shouldn't be run by Gen Xers and maybe run by millennials. Maybe we'll have a better, yeah. you know. Look, look, so anyway, this was supposed to be called Something needs to have a shake up for next year. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. Let's our social media manager 2021. Yes. Music is good. I'll be your so- changes the world. I'll be your socials worker. Yeah, you're so socials. <laughs> Thank you. Come on board. There's, good, there's good money in social. I'm going to get your Instagram likes from 10 to, to over 50 oh my oh, God. by the end of next year. Wow. That's huge. Wow. I for, watch. A, for, for a very reasonable <laughs> yes, sneaker <laughs> exchange. <laughs> so this is yeah, top an shelf, elevated and track and you can your way down. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, <laughs> this is fifty likes. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look, this was supposed to be called the Instagram like okay. of the year, Eric. We did discuss this, um, and like, look, I was trying to. I was thinking someone like 
who was relevant to 2020. We did talk about that. Yeah. And in kind the of like the Time magazine kind of cover. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, but it just didn't seem right to, or, or didn't seem to be keeping with the sort of diverse um, nature of how we've selected people, you know, the long forgotten people we've assembled during the year into our Hall of Fame. Um, but having said that, I was very keen to run with someone like Ivanka Trump mm. or Nancy Pelosi. Um, they that got they both got me interested. But seeing your reaction when I selected Kerry Ann Kennedy back in the episode with Liz, when <laughs> with even a mild hint of right wing leaning politics, like just yeah. took me cancelled, like, got me scared, <laughs> cancelled. But next year, all bets are off. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, so look, the person I've chosen tonight has been mentioned on multiple occasions on multiple pods. So Kumar's probably all over it. <laughs> so, but it seems fitting that we elevate this person to the vaunted position of Instagram like of the year. Wow. All, right, all, right, so, okay. all right, all right, all right. So Ready. this person's mum, first of all, this person's mum was a celebrity in her own right, being a star on a long-running sitcom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So could be could be literally millions of people. Oh. Well, I wouldn't say it'd be millions. <laughs> Couldn't be. I mean, how many long running sitcoms? Uh, next there? clue. Next oh, maybe <laughs> Lisa Bonet's daughter. Anyway. Mm. The, the, oh. Mrs. Bonet's Zo- Zoe daughter. Mm. Is that Zoe Kravitz? Yeah. Is it Zoe is Kravitz? That, that's a legitimate guess. Is that correct? Uh, that is incorrect. Ah. Okay, Kylie does not get the <laughs> elevated track pants. Moving on. Moving along. <laughs> Do I only get one guess? No, oh. no. You know, you, you're still in the mix. In, right. in 2000, he was falsely oh, arrested hey. Ooh, okay. <laughs> when he fitted the description of a bank robber. To, in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this artist started his career under the moniker Romeo Blue. <laughs> it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> he wrote the Madonna hit, Justify My Love. We haven't talked about JT, have we? Did JT's mum act in a sitcom? Justin Timberlake? Yeah. No, John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, JT. I don't know anything okay. about Justin Timberlake. Okay. All right. All right. So, okay. So, sitcom sitcom parent arrested in 2000. He looks like a criminal. He must be black. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, as a, as, a, as a brown person, we all know that that's what's happening. <laughs> thank we'll, we'll you for we'll speaking more to that. that. We'll speak more to that. We'll speak more to that. Um, hmm. well, how do you say someone looks like a criminal if they're not brown? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, or I mean, if they like, have a beard and a backpack. I'm sure there was a lot of that <laughs> going on. Yeah. yeah. That was all implied, Kylie. All implied. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, you've got to think about what you're saying, guys. This, you're right. <laughs> this, fair, fair, Kylie. Fair. This person attended school. At Beverly High's High, 90210, along with Guns N' Roses oh. guitarist Slash, as well as the actor Nicolas Cage. Oh, I don't know their It's names. not um Anthony Kiedis, is it? No. Oh. 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 No, 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 no synthesizers for you. No elevator track <laughs> pants. Okay, hold up. 90210, Beverly Hills High, was arrested in 2000. Uh, parent was a celebrity. Was a okay. All right. Continue. I used to watch Nine Twenty, oh, but I can't going. know the names. Yeah, yeah. We need more. Uh, yeah, story checks out. Anthony Kiedis. Look, it's like it's probably the yeah. right time frame. I'd Damn say it. this. Look, as a musician, this person has oh. a record. Uh, has a record as winning consecutive Grammys in a row between nineteen ninety nine and two thousand and three. And it was in the same category four years in a row. Oh, okay. Oh, was big. the category adult contemporary? 
That's what I was thinking. Ooh, who Hang on, are we out now that we've had one go? No, 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 no. You're, you're back in. You're who back else in. are they going to get? Although we've moved down a shelf of synthesizer, <laughs> yeah. we're down to the Next second level. Next level synths. Down to the cheapies. <laughs> you're down to oh, the Juno uh, Six. Come on, it's a classic. It's uh, a classic. So that's pretty. Okay, big. one Grammys 99 2003, same category. Okay. So I feel like if you can't guess it on this one, I, I'm going to give you the last clue, which will give it away. But I think we need to have a few stabs here. 99, 2000. So right now, a few stabs. He, yeah, he wrote, he wrote the Madonna hit, Justify My Love. Lenny Kravitz. Is it Timberland? Okay, what are we going with? I'm going with Timberland. Okay. D- didn't you... No, no, not Justin Timberlake. Timberland. Timberland, <laughs> Timberland Missy uh, Alert's producer. Okay. 99, 2003 was his, like, time in the sun. Mm-hmm. Did I get it right? Oh, do I, well, should we go around? I'm still thinking. I've, okay. I've got a few names, but I'll... Romeo I... Blue. Yeah, let, tell us if Timberland's right or not, because I don't know. It's wrong. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm going to get my own track pants. Oh, this is, why is, that, why 90, is the next one going to give it the, away? The years 99 to 2003 were, are a blur. As soon as I give away oh, the no, last one. Oh, no, but I'm out. I'm yeah, out. out. I'm no, out. I'm you out. Can't, nobody's out. Okay, I'm not out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any Just other clues? Quick question. The... Okay, the well, actors. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Um, so the person's parent. Yes. Lady or male? It was um, his mum. His mum was in a sitcom. Yeah. And I can tell you what the sitcom was called. Yeah, it was come called. On it was called The Jeffersons. Which oh, is an oh, I don't sitcom. know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kumo just had a pause. There's there. two we'll names. Go. Yes. There's two names that are coming to me. Okay, we'll say them. Are they come both the same? Name. You know, they names for different first names and surnames, or two first names, or... Okay, I'm going to go with one guess. Go I'm going to go for Babyface. Okay. Oh, that sounds right. Oh, that sounds that totally right. Jelly Bean, wasn't there a name Jelly Bean yeah, somewhere? No. He was in Prince's band. Oh. No, but it's not Babyface, Babe. but it's... Um... Okay. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, Lizzie, you out? Are there any more clues? Yeah, okay, yeah, well, if these two yeah, guys I'm are out... Tapping, I'm tapping out. Okay, these two guys are out. <laughs> um, I'm going to say he has... A love for furniture design. Oh, I know who it is. I have oh, no, no, I have no clue. Said it. Oh no, we didn't say we were close. Oh, uh, what? We got close. I'm going to so, say at this time now, you, if you don't know. I'm, t- I'm out. I'm going right, to say, Kylie, you should go back and say the name you, you just said a little correct, while ago. Correct, correct. Well, did I get it right and you didn't tell me? You did, but you just sort of like threw Lenny it out. Kravitz. Lenny correct. Kravitz. Oh, oh, I got it and you didn't give it to me. Yes. Give me that one up. She I said Lenny the, Kravitz. You, you no, 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 she, she said Zoe Kravitz. No, no, she I said Zoe, then I said Lenny. She did say Lenny. Because when you said it was older. She just threw it out. She did. It was like a real guess. So I just wanted to like. Kylie. I can't believe you, you, you've won the second thing what in your life. You've won oh. a pair of elevated sweat track pants oh. from, from my, my wardrobe. Oh my god, thank Wait, you what's so the much. Furniture design? Oh, so, Lenny <laughs> Kravitz. What color are they? Uh, Lenny Kravitz is a, a green. What, I love green tracksuit pants. Um, let's just ask what's the deal with the furniture design. Lenny, Lenny Kravitz is a very famous furniture, furniture designer. Is he? And wow. he designs pieces for um, hotels around the world and in the break we will look at his website okay. there's a very famous guitar what do we see Ryan Munro sent it to us the other day yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a is it good is it, is it's pretty it's good it's he's, rock. he's really good is it's he? rock yeah it's oh, amazing sick. wow anyway okay. nice one Lenny look I think uh, Eric <laughs> is that the end of the episode or should we see <laughs> 
have we're a gonna, quick break. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna take a short break and then get on to the six albums of the year that we uh, we have scored the most highly and discuss them in depth. Back shortly. Okay, so we've got six albums to get through tonight to work out which one is the unanimous points winner. The first album we're going to have a look at tonight was an album we reviewed back in an earlier episode, the uh, the number which escapes me at the present time. But um, I think uh, our esteemed guest Kumar Shroom was present for the episode. It was, um, yeah. It was uh, Salt's album untitled, in brackets, Rise. Um and look, this album was was interesting on a number of fronts. That uh, first of all, they're a band that um, there's not much there's not much that we know about them. Uh, there's the producer Inflow, who uh, produces the music. Um, they 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 they've come through without any of the sort of marketing um, uh, and branding that most bands would come out for t- with today. And that's been the amazing thing about this band. Um, I think at the the time when I listened to this album, actually, before I, I give my review, I think we might throw it to one of our special guests to start talking about it. Um, Liz Stringer, um, you hadn't listened to this album to this week. Um, what did you think about it? Yeah, I, I loved this. I just want to put in a little uh, disclaimer early on to <laughs> say that I, <laughs> um, I didn't... Get a chance to listen to everything in depth, I would say. Hmm. But I actually, do, I listened to this twice, which is the, the most that I listen to anything. Um, and I loved it. I was listening to it in the car, which is actually in, in a sick Prius that had a great <laughs> stereo. Four speakers. <laughs> yeah. Should have seen me. Yeah, I looked fucking cool. Um, but I, yeah, I just instantly loved it. Like I, I just... It, Kind of just generally, my my comments would be mm. that, so, like, it's it's a it's an album that manages to use all of these different um, kind of sounds and applications and voices and grooves and whatever, and but in the like really disparate parts, but put them together in just such a an awesome way. And like, they have a lot of um, the first few tracks, particularly, they have like a. You know, like a groove, and then they go off somewhere totally random. Yeah. And then there's a reprisal, and it's just like fucking kicks back in. That's mm. really great. There's lots of a lot of percussion. Um, there's there's really beautiful like some some tracks use um, room very clearly, kind of room mics. Mm. Some some voices sound like they're in a fucking paddock, you know. And then other things are re- like lots of really. Um, like demonstrably kind of synthetic sounds like synthesizers and you know (laughs) stuff (laughs) stuff like that were demonstrably to get to synthesizer i know i i that that was a that was was a null and and void okay (laughs) what i'm trying to do is like while i'm thinking of things to say is like use words that are quite long so it buys me a bit more time (laughs) synthesizer (laughs) synthesizer but (laughs) 
That's what I mean. There, there's a it lot. It shouldn't of, have worked. Did you feel at some stage you go? Normally this wouldn't work. A lot of this stuff, how yeah. they put it together, but like for some reason it just works. Totally, and I, and this is the this is the kind of the you know the the secret sauce or whatever it is. Like I don't I, I don't tradition traditionally stuff like this um, can sound just kind of jarring and self conscious and I don't know, but this is just the underlying um, or, organicness of the sounds and. Um, and the the kind of in, like sort of toughness of it, I just mm, really loved, yeah. and um, really great voices coming in all the time. Lots of like the strings sounded beautiful, the piano yeah. sounds beautiful, the um, um, kind of the, these kind of like chanting like choirs, and it, I just yeah, I I really really loved it, and I loved it more on the second listen. So I think I'll definitely be going back in. Look, I, I think I when I when I listened to it first, I asked a question to both of you guys yeah. whether it was all groove and and vibe and no substance. And so going back for me to listen to this album was like was really enlightening because like it really helped solidify that it wasn't just groove and vibe. It was there was a lot of substance to this album. Mm. But um, um, I, I just it was it. Almost feels like it's been derived from a jam session. Do you get do you get that vibe that like it's it's yeah. been they've 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 done this live or they've just got it in a room and jammed it out and that's it's got that feel especially with the reprisals and stuff. They go this is a great this is a great vibe. Let's let's just keep going and 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 fuck with it. And it almost feels like that. Yeah, hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Like I believe there was like there were takes done and like let's put stuff on these takes. Mm. And then I also feel that sometimes, you know, like uh, from the, like, the last time we did, there's a certain kind of part in this uh, album that I'm not the biggest fan of, mm. probably all over. But besides that, but I do feel like some sessions were cut, but it, like it's, you know, as what Liz said, it does have a nice kind of, I wouldn't say toughness, but a sternness. Yeah. To it, you know, you're like it's it's not like kind of like oh, why like, would look, you, why wouldn't you say watch tough out I'm from Gen Z? It's slapping hard. It's not. Like, it's, it's not no, no, it's like muscly or something though. That, no, it, it's got weight to it. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like, but it's not. But is that the metronomicness of it? Do you think like there's no? Nah, nah, well, well, I don't think it is metronomic in that. I it, think that's it, the beauty of it, you know, because it is like it doesn't. Like, I know what you mean. I, you know what you mean by metronomicness, but I, like I think we talked about this last time we were on the podcast was it's actually the way it's not too quantized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it, it plays. There there is a quantizedness to it, but all the other instrumentation yeah. is allowed to flow over the top yeah, of that, exactly. In, which is not been you know midied or quantized at yeah, all. Cor- so, yeah, hundred percent. So know. so like um, you know, obviously we've heard qu- uh, quantized and metronomicness. <laughs> Synthesis. Kylie, um, what I, I, I don't even know what those words mean, <laughs> but that's okay. Because I felt that it sounded a little bit like. So I've just made a note for that song, Rise. I think that it sounded to me like a mashup. You know, like mm. I was like, because I, I was on a plane, so I I'd had downloaded everything so I could listen to it while I was on a plane, and I didn't have access to going and looking up who mm. is this. And I was like, who are the singers? I wanted to know who the singers were. Like, they sound like they use different singers on everything. Mm. So I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, damn! I never got to actually. You know, then it was Christmas, and I didn't get to look at who the different singers were. Not that I would even know. Well, who the they main were, vocalist is Lorette Josiah. Um, okay, yeah. well, I looked up. yeah, I'm I'm sad that I didn't get to look at her and see, you know, mm. sort of like connect I, with that. But I did feel like it was like a mashup in that it sounded like just. A little bit wrong like wasn't you know for me I listened for musicality and I listened for um, melody and you know I listened for it matching up and I'm not really clever about jazz and so I don't understand when things don't quite mesh and it's for me it sounds like oh I know what they've done they've got that song and put it on that song and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't mm. or maybe they hadn't maybe they're just really clever at doing that did you think like within that mashup context did you feel like the record was kind of like like 
that that entire thing of like a DJ just like jamming things together or did you feel like it was like a composition yeah, based no, thing? Yeah, no, I felt like that. I felt like it was a bit like somebody just put it together and that was like, okay, next, next, next. But then it wasn't all like that so I was happy because I thought maybe this is going to be like all this and it wasn't. And But I mean, I got to that like towards the end of that. I didn't, I don't know, I've sent um, that one, You Know It Ain't. And I felt like you know that, it ain't. You know what I But I felt like it was a bit like, um, so good. I, I just can't see far with my glasses. I can like, only see close <laughs> with my glasses. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I've, I've written in here. It's just like basically a bitchy ditty. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, yeah, yeah, stop yeah. being a bitch. Like, you well, know, we get Ari- it. People are trying to be nice and everything, but it's like, yeah, okay, we get it, right? But I think this is what we, when we discussed this last time on the podcast, it's like the ultimate diss track, as you yeah, pointed yeah, out, yeah. I reckon. Yeah. It's like yeah, calling it's, out it's nasty. so-called, I guess, BLM supporters. Yeah. But they're not really supporting. But, they're just for the kind of. Yeah, I think that's what it's about. But mm. is, is it, I don't know. Maybe it just seems a little bit generalization on the, and a bit racist, kind of a bit like I don't know, just being a bit nasty for no good reason. Uh, maybe it's a good reason. I don't know. I'm not that person, but I just. I feel like, like it is kind of like a modern day kind of. I guess I don't want to say black exploitation. I don't yeah. think it's the right word, but you it's know the what same I mean. Story it's definitely all the time. Mm. I feel like that's what it's kind of telling the story in that those kind of last part of that album you know like yeah i guess like you know without dumbing it down like that first bit is definitely funky good times but you know like <laughs> yeah. you know yes. it's but funky. you know yeah. but yeah but there's an underlying message within it you know mm. that rise it's like you know it's like you know you're coming we can come against this kind of you know, you know. black power well i think well, it's, well, yeah, i think like, there's, there's, another, there's another part of it being a uk based thing which is very different to an american kind of yeah. like lens around the politics of 2020 but that's a very american american accent that they use on that yeah which again i mean i haven't True. i haven't done deep thinking around this but but there, there must this is be the time a, to do the deep thinking well there right? must be a, <laughs> a reason. top six album well there must be a reason for that like yeah, it's, a, I, it's again, a uk yeah. production and they've used but like they a obviously really, really know that they're trying to show the mood and show the feeling of what is happening in the uk in in, in the US mm. know, like, but I do mm, feel mm. like they're doing it through the UK as well like they talk about that in like mm. what's those songs like No Black Violins of London and even yeah, like yeah. Uncomfortable yeah, yeah, you know mm. Mm. Um, the one thing that stood, stood out to me this time around too was that um, the track listing of it was really interesting Like, yeah. the, so the first two tracks like you'd almost expect track three and four <laughs> to be the first two tracks but it actually started like at 3 or 4 a.m. in the morning like on a like some sort of end of the night and then you drifted yeah. off into a dream and then you sort of or in this sort of roller disco, Xanadu sort of yeah, acid yeah, yeah. trip. Totally. And then all of a sudden, then Rise comes yeah. in, and then it's the wake up. And I actually experimented with um, like playing Rise as my alarm wake up oh, to yeah. just see what happened. So it went. And then I just want to dance came on. And I said, I jumped out of bed and started dancing. <laughs> and I just wanted to like, I, I just want to play credit to my, my daughter who walked in on me sort of dancing to I just want to dance. And instead of like just rolling your eyes, you just start dancing <laughs> and then no. walked out again. And it's just like. It is know. an interesting record in that, in that sense, though, isn't it? Like it does, it does start a certain way and then it, it takes a really sharp turn at a certain point, it's, which is cool, I think. It's cool. Yeah, it's different. It's, yeah. it's not following any sort of standard. It's sort of like saying, we're starting it here. This is a great song. Let's start it. Does that mean uh, that they wrote different songs on different days or just took a long time to write it and had lots of different things I'll, happening? I'll, 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 I think yeah. this is written yeah. really but, but, but I think that's a really, really important question that, that like for someone that is not necessarily in the world of making records, it's actually a really important question, which is like, yeah, what was the time space around oh, this? Because because oh. I would agree with Kylie in that it doesn't feel like it's like a week of vocal takes. No, they might have no. just had a bunch of ideas that they'd recorded mm. and then put it together. But um, is that what you're referring? Is yeah, that you're saying, right? yeah. I mean, like it, like it's 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 pretty chaotic um, mm. vocally. Um, it's really really hard to kind of 
you know, lock into kind of like a spirit of like a right now moment. It's not that for me, the record definitely feels like a long term project as opposed to like something that happened really quickly. But then you could argue they've done two records this year, so maybe it was a yeah. short term project. And the first record is incredible as well. Like, yeah, two black, incredible records. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favourite song was still Sun, um, Sunshine. Soul oh, yeah, Sign or Sunshine? Sunshine. Yeah, the boogie one. The yeah. Patrice Russian one. Oh, I love that song so much. It's beautiful. So, so I think, like, you know, I mean, if, if you recall the episode with Kumar, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, there, there is an elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is the kind of samba band. Samba band. The Samba band for hire. I'm, I'm, I'm calling right. it the Samba band insert. You know? <laughs> it's like a plug-in. That's right. Um, I forgot that you hated that. So, so like, I, I actually, you know, like, you know, gave it another two listens once again. And um, I tell you what, uh, the positive, the positive thing is like, I think, it was, I can't remember which track it was. I think it may would have been like, one of them had actually kind of worked on the second, the, I say the third and fourth listen, you know? Mm. it actually kind of worked but like in some some tracks like because it kind of flows so nicely right and you know you want that kind of toughness and sometimes I feel like it got a bit saturated mm. with that um, what was it it was like the first track the, like you know um, it's, um, called, it's called mm. Strong yeah the first track there's a massive big kind of big summer, summer breakdown break, yeah, yeah. so but like before we go back to Kuma I'm really curious to get like Liz and Kylie's take on the summer band because it really <laughs> does kind of come out of left field suddenly we're like you know um, it's like this kind of boogie disco thing and then bang summer, summer. band yeah I um, I was just in a really good mood listening to this record and I, I don't know I just um, I liked it I think the reason that I liked it is because of the way that the the, the, dr- the way it was recorded yeah, yeah, yeah I think sonically it like it, it, it I was cool with it. I went with it and it was also cool when it came when it came back like mm, mm, yeah, after mm, the summer mm, break mm, left mm, and then it came back I thought that was I was like oh this is weird but it's cool I like I sort <laughs> of felt um kind of the opposite to what you were saying Kylie about like to me it it um it, it kind of felt deliberate. It, to me, it felt like they were in control of what they were doing. They weren't sort of just like, oh, we'll just like do this. Like they were choices that they made for my ears, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's a purely subjective. Who knows? And is it important to know what what their intention was? I don't know, you know. Mm. You know, <laughs> I don't know, you know. Kylie, <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about the summer band? I didn't even notice it. I just was like, oh, this is nice. Oh, I like that bit. I mean, I love rhythm and groove you know, like Samba. Like I always think, I can't do the dance. How do I do the dance? It's a little bit intimidating. <laughs> it's a triangular movement. I even, I even went to tri- in Mexico and everybody can yeah. do it. Like, I can't do it. You can ah. do it. You can do it. But, um, you nail it. But, yeah, no, I, just, I just really enjoy, I, I, I enjoyed the music of it. I, I loved everything musically. I enjoyed it. Mm. I, yeah, I got a bit annoyed at the end, as I said, just about the bitchiness of the lyrics. And uh, But, yeah, and also just the disjointedness of the li- lyrically. I I'm, I'm think musically I loved it a lot. I yeah. really enjoyed it. So, should we rate it? What do you think, Eric? I think maybe we um have we have we just teased this out enough? I think so. Yeah. I think so. I mean, does anyone have anything else to add? I'm looking at oh, well, you, I mean, like, I mean, just like look, <laughs> if I can, later. just you know, like my kind of thing with the summer band is, I guess I'm coming at fr- coming from it from an instrumentalist kind of point he's of view. He's very angry about the summer yeah, yeah. band. I'm not angry about award it. He's, he's talked about. He's brought it up winning. multiple occasions now. <laughs> because I love Brazilian music. I love it yeah. so much, and I love all these artists like Javan and Milton Nascimento and all that kind of stuff. But like, I just feel like. Particularly, it's just the first song. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. on the on the third and fourth listen I had of it, just recently, <laughs> it, those like those tracks like Street Fighter, and yeah. Fearless, you know, like yep. I could they mm. kind of fit. It's just like 
You know, because you've got that nice flowing groove, that kind of whatever that the melodic line is all over that, and then you've got that full samba band on top of that. I feel it kind of it takes away from that kind of joy. If I mean, like, look, I can't really tell them how to write their own music. It's their music. <laughs> no, and you all can that. because you're the sh- you're the shred champion of 2020. <laughs> but look, I mean, it's kind of like you put one kind of heavy percussive band on another heavy groove. It can kind of sound, I think, jarring. I don't know. For me, I, but, I understand what you're saying. I, yeah, you know what I mean. Totally. But like, yeah. if you're in that kind of mindset, and you know, like, you know, it's good times. You're on a rooftop one summer, and yeah. like, you're like, oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I enjoyed you know? it because I'm not like, you know, you because you can pick it apart because you know exactly what's going on musically. You know, like, I can't shred obviously but, but I, I can no no but I can in, I can enjoy and I feel like sometimes you feel like because I don't know how to read or play music and I feel like sometimes that that makes me free to enjoy hmm. rather than yep. just go oh totally. my god do they doing that yeah, thing I'm not yet. Disrupting. Oh, oh this UK take on this samba oh. band is just like <laughs> I would have played oh, yeah. this or that you know what so it's such a southern English take on a Brazilian samba band yes I'm free to enjoy in my ignorance and bliss Look, okay, well, notwithstanding, look, Kumar, we can come back to this samba sort of debacle, you know. It's not a debacle, it's just, it's just night, a personal but, thing. Yeah. It's a disenjoyment. It's a personal thing. <laughs> disenjoyment. Well, we'll take one it's mark not a off disenjo- for it. We'll, we'll take one mark off for the samba. <laughs> I feel like okay, everyone's okay. blowing the samba thing out of proportion <laughs> except Kumar. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I know, right? That's what these guys exactly, do. Exactly, you're not. Everyone they else do They should came be on to today review. tonight. I came in to review. I'm going to review the crap out of this. You know what? He needs one of those crazy, like, ugly sofas to sit on because you guys are, like, today, tonight, teasing the tears out. You mean, you mean a Chesterville couch? Yeah, you mean a Chesterville couch. Someone, which might be this week's unofficial podcast sponsor. Uh, if well, well, Solfaro furniture. Does it make you feel? Or uh, fantastic furniture? Who knows? Look, look throughout. Lenny um, Kravitz furniture. Yeah. Ooh, oh, well nice. played. Yeah. Look, throughout our uh, 2020, um, one of the highlights of this show has undoubtedly been Eric's. Uh, what would you say, Eric? I mean. It's inventive. His inventive rating scales that he's 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 laid on us week after week. And look, the, tonight we thought we'd given it. We we discussed it and we thought, what should we do? And we came to the decision that maybe the scoring system tonight should be um, a look back on on some of our. A great rating systems that we've implemented throughout the uh, right. throughout 2020. So, without further ado, as Eric would say, I will pass it on to him. To, uh, <laughs> well, well played. Thank you, guys. Well done. Well done. Well done. Very PC. Um, so, uh, for those tuning in for the first time, the uh, the All Music Is a Good podcast has a rating scale where we basically find a a small business that we'd like to get behind for the week. And uh, and they are basically the unofficial podcast sponsor of that week's episode. Um, it is they're all such wonderful businesses and provide such great service to the community yes. that it would be wrong to just choose one rating scale. So what we've decided to do for this week's uh, scoring system is to bring all of the unofficial podcast sponsors together, and basically each of our special guests and myself and Wazza included uh, are able to kind of just basically pick how we'd like to rate the album for the for the for the easiest way of doing this yeah. it's all out of 10 but i thought this would be a really nice good good opportunity to kind of yeah let's reflect back yeah walk down memory lane or strut down memory lane better q theme song q theme song thank you q theme song strut down memory lane and uh and and look at the kind of rating scales we have so going back to the very beginning we have the cali mira suvlaki art 
rating scale, which is the Calamaris of Lucky Art, is an Oakley, uh, right just off Eaton Mall, makes the best of Lucky's in the world. Uh, in the world. Been on TV and all. Yeah, yeah. been on TV yeah. and everything. New York Times feature. Correct. So they were the unofficial <laughs> podcast sponsor of week one. So if you'd like to rate your album out of a Suvlaki rating scale, yes. by all means, you are more than welcome. Week two, we had High Claw, which is a spa chemical company. Um, both Waza and Kylie can 100% get behind it because, like, without a shadow of a doubt, they are customers of High Claw. Well, or, or actually, Kylie um, is more into the bromine um, okay. as opposed to the chlorine. Okay. So bromine right. has a longer half-life, but you actually have to add a lot more bromine to the to the water. Right. Anyway, um, so I just wanted to... No, know, no, I appreciate that. that. And and just, just whilst we're yes, on that... Controversial. Uh, just while we're on that, like, what we've been doing is we've been tagging our unofficial podcast sponsors every week, and uh, the only podcast sponsor that actually responded to our tag was... High Claw. That's so actually, wow. did they? they yes, They've did. got they a did. person actually, like you. Actually, that's not true, Eric. I've <laughs> yeah. just remembered. The mattress company actually tagged us as well. Well, wow. I, I, you never told me that. I forgot. Just, I just oh, you never told me that. That's but, why you need Liz. That's yeah. right. That's why we're hiring Liz for 2021. <laughs> She'd be all over that. So yeah. I will, yes. I will You've get... You've got to mention. Won't be an issue, won't be there's, an issue again. There's controversy around this, isn't there? Yeah. I just want to quickly go to the High Claw tag because I think it's really, really important. So episode three, we had High Claw as a sponsor. Uh, sorry, what am I talking about? Epi- oh my god, we've gone completely off. Here we go. Unofficially, so just FYI for the record, unofficially brought to you, bought to you, my typos, <laughs> was as typos, unofficially bought to you by High Claw for all your quality spa pool chemical needs. And then I wrote uh, for my personal Instagram, High Claw, we love you. And then mm-hmm. High Claw wrote, Kung Fu High Kicks, we love you. Oh, <laughs> right. So, that's nice. so high core. So basically, that's a rating scale around pH levels and chlorine. Yeah, yeah. I think I was out of three thousand. That yep. one. But, uh, <laughs> but, but there was controversy last week when another pool chemical company liked us. That's true. Oh. So we, we, it's just like, geez, we've bizarre. clearly tapped a niche. Um, <laughs> it's a, and it's a pretty. I mean, it's a serious niche. FYI, <laughs> we had Origin pools. <laughs> they started following us last week, which wow. is great news. What about wow. compass? I've been look, I went to my brother-in-law's um, for Christmas, and he's got a compass pool. And apparently, that's the new thing where they you don't use any chemicals, right? And, it, uh, and the pool cleans itself, and it, so it comes back to a filtration system uses silver, and silver, and silver, yeah. and copper, or something. That anyway, expensive. And for the record, well, apparently, it, there's no chemicals. And mm. for the record, Kylie's uh, story is not endorsed by the All Music Podcast. <laughs> that is not a rating system. <laughs> Moving right along. Okay, just love, edit that out. Was edit that out. We love aquachemicals. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, episode we had LR Legal, which is a uh, it's Benza. a small it's it's Benza. It's a small to medium size. Uh, criminal law firm in the Sunshine Coast, of yes. which I don't even recall the rating scale. No. But LR Legal are there. No, that was the Budroom Tavern. <laughs> no, no. Oh, no, no sorry. Coming up. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, episode four, we had the Cairo Care <laughs> Mattress Company. Yes. They're a local uh, mattress company in Thomastown. Mm-hmm. They provide quality Ooh. mattresses. I, think I got a mattress from them one time. Yeah, yeah did awesome. You? Yeah, I think I did. There you yeah. go. Interesting. Um, and, and we talked That's a bit a about count, spring count and yeah. thread count. Like 1,000 yeah. springs or something like that. Something like <laughs> and that, yeah. right, that and was, also, yeah. no, no, because the guy got down because I went by myself shopping. Who does that? But anyway, the guy <laughs> got down on the mattress and he showed me how there's no partner disturbance. No what? Partner no disturbance. partner disturbance. Partner disturbance. <laughs> well, that's definitely if we a factor. not about that rating scale. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to get around that. Uh, I, feel next, like, I feel that's like for Ashley Madison or something like that, you know? Like, <laughs> You know, like these are like sponsored by Kairosine mattresses, you know? Other than my wife. (laughs) 
you know, no partner disturbances. Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell my wife, and it'll be all good. <laughs> the next week we had the Al Nakil Tahina Company. Uh, and basically, that rating scale was how many spoons of tahina do you put in your hummus? Mm-hmm. Oh, I only put a very small amount. Well, oh. with when it's <laughs> She's got a story about every rating scale. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The you, well, you do invite old ladies to come <laughs> on your show. <laughs> <laughs> the next rating scale was the yellow turtleneck Spencer. Yeah. That is a really, really tough one. Yeah. But it's more a spiritual rating scale. It's more of a low, ca- low point of the uh, rating scale. Well, <laughs> that could be that yeah. could be contested. Yeah. Next one is the Budrum Hill Retirement Housing Development, mm-hmm. which is basically how many pubs or taverns how many taverns within a 10k radius of the retirement village (laughs) many many (laughs) what what could arguably be and I'm just going to go out there Liz and say arguably the strongest rating scale was the JBS plumbing rating scale of how many jet skis a tradie owns (laughs) so that we're going to give <laughs> that's a rating scale. We have a smoke and vape, which is. I, I, I just want to put out that I love when we sit on that podcast. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can get behind that rating scale. We've got the smoke and vape, different type of tobacco rating scale. Don't think that was the best. Uh, we've got the Kaya Burdick. That's a tricky one. And that's a, a, a Adidas tracksuit slash synagogue book secondhand seller in the Philippines. Uh, that's Kaya Burdick. So you can get behind that. We've got. This is a tricky one, Kuma. We've got the Tyneco slash Taneco slash how do you fucking pronounce it? <laughs> yeah. Vacuum cleaner rating scale. Yeah, 18. Yeah. Uh, we've got the Donut Spare Tire, which was a good rating scale. That's how many journals can you fit in the cavity around <laughs> your Donut Spare Tire? Well, because Wait. you've got lots of leftover space with because a Donut Spare Tire is only half the size of a regular tire. <laughs> oh so God. therefore, you have like a whole cavity space Look, in your spare tire. The fact that you have to explain it to me... <laughs> Why do you want to put a journal in there? Well, Eric wanted to do it. No, no, that was Ryan Munro. Thank you very much. And finally, we have the Future Cafe uh, um, in Colac rating scale, which was uh, basically around a cortado, a three-quarter latte, long macchiato, and Mm. a flat white. Mm. Um, All very, very complicated. But um, (laughs) look, this is not about our rating scales. This is about album reviews. So let's... I've forgotten what album we were talking about. So we were talking about... The Soul's Untitled Rise. (laughs) Right and 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 like you know, jokes aside, this is the moment, right? Mm-hmm. This is the moment. So we need to we need to score this because this is going to go against the other five albums that we've chosen tonight. So let's 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 go around the room. Was oh I might God. start with you, Salt uh, Salt Untitled Rising. What is your score and what is your rating scale? I like this album a lot. I think this is. Woo, I'm going to give this. Uh, I'm going to go with my favourite rating scale first, which was the Budron Tavern rating scale, and I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Eight and a half pubs within a 10-kilometre radius of the Budron Tavern. <laughs> okay. I do like that that's rating an scale. Eight, that's an eight from Waza. Eight let's and a half, actually. Eight, 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 eight and a half. Yeah, thank you. And let's move over to Kylie. Oh, my God, me already. Uh, okay. I, I love LR Legal. <laughs> They're my favourite, and we don't actually have a rating scale for that. Yeah. Let's talk about what was subpoenas. <laughs> subpoenas. So how? Like maybe it was it how many like uh, cooks can you get off in a week? <laughs> 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 so I I liked this album from at the start. I really really loved it, but it, it petered out towards the end as they got a bit like mm-hmm. bit, they annoyed me a little bit. And um, you so didn't want to dance anymore. At well, the no, I just sort of thought I just didn't want to listen to the lyrics anymore because I just felt like, oh no, I'm just like oh, I'm at a political conference now. I'm not listening to music anymore, and everybody's a bit angry. So I don't like angry parties. So I'm. I thought it was very pretty and clever and all that sort of stuff. But realistically, I'm just not really. 
I'm just not very political. I'm sorry, everybody. That's okay. That's fine. That's what okay. do you think? Just, I just give it a rating. Okay, party. well, shut up about it. I just have to tell you, like, remember, like, <laughs> the, the Simpsons, <laughs> Abe Simpson, yeah, was toast. They set the toaster to M for medium brown. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to give it, because I liked it pretty much a lot, I like, I'm going to give it six crooks. Um, off six, for the week. Six, six, six Sunshine Coast cooks. Is yeah. that crooks or cooks? Crooks. Crooks. Uh, crooks. crooks. Well, I've had a wine was. Yeah, okay, so, cooks. Come on. Yep. It's nice to me. Kuma. Okay, yeah. So um, I've definitely gone up in my rating from the last listen. So I'm going to use the, the mattress system. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for 888 <laughs> out of 1,000. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the spring count. But we can count. round it off just for safety to 8.5. Yeah, on the spring count. <laughs> oh, I've just already typed in 8.8. But 8. he's 8. a math so I think boy and he would have already... The bet's already went up, mate. I'll round down. So round down. we've got an 8.5 from Coombs. We've got an 8.5 from Wise. We've got a 6 from Kylie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go... I mean, I've always been prone to hyperbole. I like to I like to talk things up, you know, hugely and then retract <laughs> later. Um, Did I say that? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say this. Uh, of all the records I've listened to this year, Salt Untitled Rising has been the one that I've most loved. I'm going to go all the way. I'm going to give it 10. I'm going to give it 10 synagogue books oh, delivered nice. <laughs> delivered by... No, uh, did you mean your 10 tracksuits, yeah? Just 10. 10. <laughs> it's like every single edition of an Ethiopian That's Adidas. That's correct. Sweatsuit, you know? All, all, all of the Olympic... <laughs> everything you've dreamed for, you've received, you know? <laughs> That's true. Right. It's 10 tracksuits. Uh, one tracksuit and 10 synagogue I, books. I get you one know? of those because yeah. I want it. That's right. Yeah. Kylie gets one. So it's actually an 11. <laughs> back back <laughs> down to a 10. I loved this record. Um, I can fully hear everyone's feedback on it, and I and, and I totally get it from a point of like music from start to finish. Mm. I felt like I was on a journey. And I mm. loved it. I yeah, love the I love yeah. the sonics of it. Yeah, mm. in particular, um, I loved the intrigue that it gave me. In so much as I had no idea whether it was sample based or band based. Yeah, and and totally to be honest, to be honest, I'm I'm kind of happy to not know and live with that. Mm. And I just think <laughs> it's just a masterpiece. Yeah, it's got the and right amount of variety. I like, you know. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't straight too, too much. You've already rated it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, you pipe down, What? I was just saying, it's got the right yeah. amount of variety that doesn't stray too much away from the actual theme. You yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like I hear, I hear the critique around, like if it's not something, if if you're not, if you don't want to kind of engage in the politics of things, that can be quite, uh, like intrusive in so much as it really does. Like goes straight to the core, and I can also hear the fact that the summer band in particular <laughs> is a little bit o- is a little bit overkill. Ott. Um, I think the summer joke is an overkill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The summer's been done. The summer's been done. But look, to, to, to me, I mean, you know, I uh, I like I kind of bypassed that and look at and looked at it from just like a kind of enjoyment thing. And for me. It's actually my album of the year, so I'm going to call well, it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm calling it. nearly the end of the year. I'm calling it 10. So we'll see it in the uh, best ten, of next year. 10 vintage Adidas tracksuits from my man in the Philippines. <laughs> direct, inclusive of some additional synagogue books. Cool, great. <laughs> okay, hyperbole. Over. Liz, what cool. did you... I just wanted to point out before we go any further that I just got a bedtime reminder on my phone it's, it's <laughs> yes. quarter to 10 p.m okay um oh i loved it too there was a, there was a, sonically like it was really i'm not going to do like a massive spiel but i did just want to mention that there's one song on it where i mean it, they do it sort of a lot but it's like you can hear this kit being played that that sort of room sound mm. of the kit that i love so much 
and it's like in the far end of the room, but the hats are like right up in your in your right ear. And mm. then like it's just so it was so cool. Like there's so much going on. Like little these little voice sort of whispery voices. Like that's it's a real headphone album for me. Like I yep. felt like the panning was really important and yeah. Yeah. Um, it was so cool. So I'm gonna go that with the Al Nakheel Tahini rating scale. I do love Tahini. Um, so I would go and I like my hummus Tahini heavy. So oh, I the chickpea count. My kind of my high. kind of talk. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's so, got to be tahini heavy, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hano yeah, yeah. pro. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, nine. That's the title. Nine shot. spoons of tahini in the hummus. Uh, all right. Uh, sure. You did love it. I love that you went. This is sick. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You spelled it in sick. caps and everything. Yeah, that was good. Was I like that. So I was like, oh, what did you want to do the maths? Yeah. Um. Well, I'm. Why do you need to calculate? I'll come back at right at the end and I'll give the average and I'll. Can't you do it? So that without a calculator. Let's move on to the next album but that album was Salt's Untitled Rise this week on Yankee and the Brave back at it like a crack addict Mr. Black Magic crack a bitch back power crack and craft magic big daddy smoking big tally in a black alley in a black granddaddy rolling down old natty how nappy maddy as a black granddaddy all back no cabin fat black boat captain stay floating no flapping wave runner I'm a gunner I'm a head you block hot as a sauna all summer and I put that on Osama and my motherfucking um, the second album we have to re-look at is the album by Run the Jewels Four. Um, it was an epi- It was a uh, album we reviewed back mid mid year, I think, with Ryan Munro. Um, Listening to this album again for me um, was such such a brutal experience. It was brutal the first time I listened to it. Um, um, and look, Eric, if I couldn't get my Logic album into the podcast, we've got LP who actually did produce that Logic album and is also you know one of the. Why couldn't you get it in? Uh, because because Eric Eric hated it. Wouldn't allow it. He gave, no, he gave it like a five. Like it threw the rating scores down the tube okay. the rating so we, average we did an average and oh, so I just right. never made it you like that album Liz I, I did I really yeah. liked it yeah there you go so ooh, yeah. anyway. I liked part of it sorry let's not <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like all of it carry on sorry <laughs> I liked one of the words <laughs> um Look, the eighth <laughs> word in the fourth song yeah. I love that yeah. word no, there were some lovely words in it no no <laughs> <laughs> yes that reminds me <laughs> Uh, look, I mean, the fact that this album made, you know, a heap of top of lists um, uh, says a lot to the strength of this album, I think. Um, uh, look, it's it's interesting Did for me. Did you love it? I can't understand what you're saying. Yeah, look, I'm getting there. Look, it's mo- modern hip-hop and me, as we sort of talked about in that Jay Huss record we listened to, Eric, which was yep. really... You keep yeah. on going on about. Well, it like I haven't. It's... I actually haven't talked about it for like at least <laughs> five or six episodes. But um, you know, modern hip hop and me just don't. I don't like the fact. Don't that jive, man. It's got. <laughs> <all> it's, <laughs> I'm using my hands now. It's getting serious. Um, look, I don't. I never. I never really liked the fact that melody's gone out of hip hop so much, and it's more rhythm and vocals. Like that for me has never been something I've been interested in. Um, we get to this album, and you know, just the brutality of the lyrics and the lyrical content. It's like, and even on that, what's that third song? What's the third song on this album? Out of sight. Out of sight. You know that, like in any any other 
other rapper had taken that song and it would have been hilarious and awesome. Mm. And these guys have just like got a jackhammer to it and just like jackhammered the fuck mm. out of the, out of the lyrics. And it's it's so look, it's it's so heavy duty that you just can't ignore it. So. It, like it's clearly you know along with logics <laughs> the the hard you said last week that Quakers was the heaviest hip hop album of the year and I would say that you after listening to this again you would take that back would that be true probably yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just revisiting it so look look it's 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 an amazing album for me look I don't it's I haven't listened to it again since we we first listened to it back um back you know in August but. Um, and I probably won't listen to it again, but I really appreciate what this album is and that it speaks to a, uh, you know, a population that is going to freaking, like, eat this up. Like, mm. you know, and just the younger generation, I think, uh, they'll eat this up. Like, it's it's incredible. What do you think? Um, who, who hasn't listened to it? Let's go to Kylie. Uh, I mean, I'd be curious Liz to... Liz said she loved it. <laughs> I think we should talk to Liz about it. Well, I, do, I mean, this is the one that I didn't have. I, I listened to it like one and a half times. Yeah. And the first time I listened to it on this driving shift, that it's my favourite place to yes. listen. To, to in, the pre, in the Prius? In the Prius. Or the Corolla? No, it was the Prius. <laughs> oh, okay. Which hot But I, not- I noticed, yeah, I noticed that I, it's, yeah, I was kind of physically tense. I like, I noticed how tense I was <laughs> probably two or three tracks in. Um, just because it, yeah, it's sort of relentless from the, from the start but it's interesting was you and I have talked about because um, I'm not a massive I, I'm, I mean I'm not really a I'm not a hip hop f- fan although I really like I'm just not an active fan do you know what I mean but yeah. I don't generally I would say that I'm more of a fan of the old um, yep. old stuff yep. but what I liked about this was I, I found it a really I found the beats really really cool and interesting and um kind of thoughtful <laughs> you know like i found i i thought um it, sonically it was really interesting mm. i just don't like i've spoken about this like the you know the trap the the what it, what's it called trap not a big fan of trap hats and no. that sort of like really super synthetic stuff but i found this really it, interesting and yeah. had a lot of depth it worked in yeah, this one definitely. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. I, and i and i creatively and i think lyrically I'd, i i am definitely gonna go back and listen to this a few times because i i found it kind of my brain was getting hit by everything at once. Agree. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I was really into it. Yeah. The the way that LP and uh, Killer Mike work together as well is is amazing, I think. Like the sonically, yeah. their mm. voices just flow into each other. Like it's, uh, you know, they just stack on top of each other. And uh, that works with mm. these guys so well. And that's, that's pretty unusual, I think, that yeah. you have two guys on top of their game that just seem to give so freely to each other the way they 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 take it in turns so yeah i think that's that's a really big strength of this one as well um kumar what what about you man yeah um, i'm gonna be honest i really love this album i really love this quite a lot actually and uh, I think the ring, like, like, I love, I love it quite no, because, a lot. No, because, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I guess I'm in a kind of similar boat. I'm obviously yeah. like, I work with like a, a hip hop artist and yes. all that. And I'm, I guess, like, some of the modern stuff. I'm not. Like, this kind of sounds very ignorant of me to say, but it can often be like, is are they the same artists? You know, like, I, I don't think it is ignorant to say that. I think it, it is. It speaks to what hip hop is. But having said now. this, I listen to this. I reckon probably yeah, like. 
maybe listened to this two times and I, I loved it. And I think the thing I loved it because it's, it's kind of it's a throwback to the kind of classic nineties. Because I feel this thing of like the DJ, Vocally, the rapper, I think it is. Yeah, is, yeah. the DJ and rapper is dead now. Mm. I think it's yeah. all about the band, which I'm all about. Yeah, <laughs> but it's done well. And like you know, as Liz said, the samples are so unique. Yeah, it's like and like you know, it's all this kind of. There's like some some of the collaborations work so well. Like you know, having DJ Premier, I remember seeing this. Yeah, yeah. And like I'm not for me to see like some amazing DJs. I saw him; it was amazing where he played with um, uh, what you call a uh, guru, yeah. you know, like Guru the, Josh. Yeah, not Guru Josh. Is that Is No, no, like from like um, what's that group? The Jasmine. I can't remember. Oh, Gangster, Gangster. Oh, Gangster, Gangster, and all that. Like I mean that. That has some really unique sounds, but like just the vocals of it, like like LP and Killer Mike. You're talking about like duos. It kind of remind me of like you know, you know things like Black Star, like Talib Kweli and Mos Def, like Method Man and Red Man. And it's just like, like Han like, Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I we, mean, they leave the duos to me. Eric. <laughs> okay. No, but like in the rap world, like, <laughs> like but just like. Yeah, just the way they work, and just like the lyrics, yeah. lyrics and like the phrasing, particularly Amazing. the phrasing. Incredible. The phrasing yeah. is incredible. Yep. Yep. It's so sick. rhythmically, it's like and like you're talking about that triplet rap and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was done well. Yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah, enunciate yeah. so well as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's not even the 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 lingo is is very very eloquent the mm. way the, the way yeah. they rap it's it's incredible but it's, mm. it's great like there's like, like I'm, I'm gonna go, 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 go. <laughs> but like you know just kind of very unique stuff like that has some kind of raga kind of ottoman raga that kind of jamaican style yeah. kind of dub stuff in like like holy calum calum fuck and even that goonies versus et song like just having that daddy kane kind of break yeah 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 yep, yep, that was yep. really kind of cool um there was a what else that was really cool I mean there's a few cap- collaborations I, the only song I probably I wasn't really feeling was the song Just I felt that was probably like the laziest uh, song I didn't like that not the Zach nah. Rocha cameo nah but like, let me finish the verses the verses in the song <laughs> were killer yep. I just feel the chorus was just like you know a bit every, lazy the uh, chorus was a little bit lazy for yep. me I, I can't I, can, I, can like, I just like I guess like because I'm coming from it like you know I guess guitar I love my heavy music I just love it like even like ground below just the beats were so heavy mm. and the in your face and even it was like still stripped back it still had that intensity yeah, yeah. and it was like everything was present nothing was like half assed I feel like there were tracks in some albums that I feel it for me this didn't feel like it even like and the the final I actually will say one thing I found quite hilarious the beats were very interesting there's like a beat where it's just like doof doof and that's all it was and even like the first track it just starts off every verse starts off with this drum what a great way to start and speaking of the most interesting beat I think it's the last track which I'm calling it the In Excess track because it sounded like like it sounded like in excess, you know. Um, it's called a few words from the firing squad. Mm. It's like jun, jun, it's got that kind of like that chord, which is like exactly like from never tearing us apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jun, yep. jun, 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 and there's rapping over his, and then it's like <laughs> this can't be in excess, and then the sax comes in. <laughs> the Kurt Pengali sax yeah, solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like wow. I, I wonder <laughs> if they actually listen if in excess was an inspiration <laughs> for that track. Well, I'm going to take it back to just because I, I remember when we looked at this track like Zach Delaroca is on the um the outro of it and yeah. I did I, I didn't buy it at the time and I reckon Ryan really took me to town that oh it's Zach Delaroca it's just like incredible but I didn't think it was his best effort and he just did a scream mm. um so that's the Pharrell and mm. Zach uh, Delaroca track uh, yeah. I'm kind of with I reckon Ryan I reckon the verses were sick 
I, I do like his little part in the actual chorus though, where he's on the megaphone. It kind of, but it works in context for me, you know. I just felt Pharrell's thing because, like Pharrell, so like legend. It just kind of felt lazy. It's interesting. That felt like the most modern R and B kind of moment. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I didn't mind two chains. I felt like in like the company of LP and Killer Mike though. It was kind of a bit lackluster, mm. and Two Chains is great. Yeah, he's great, you know. But I just feel like Gil and Mike and LP, they're coming at you like left, right, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Mm. All right, I think I think I won't we'll go, go any more uh, deeper. Uh, Kylie, what what about you? How did you how did you oh, go sorry, with this? Yeah, I mean, I know we've got only about seventeen hours left. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm so I'm so happy that you guys can teach me about this stuff because I you know like I really stuck I'm stuck in the I'm stuck in a moment, and um I just I my only notes were that it seems to me like a, a poor man's public enemy it was like I just feel like an old person who's coming <laughs> and going oh, I just don't know if I really believe these kids, and I don't know if everything is like every single song they're bringing out some new famous amazing person amazing person. Just like fucking be yourself, mate. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh, I got another friend. I got another friend. I got another friend. Oh my god, look at my friend. Look at my friend. Look at my friend. And your fucking friend is boring, mate. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like all music is good. Sorry, all music is good. But I'm sorry if you can't get fucking wait was Zach La Rocca or and Pharrell in a room and make something good, then you're shit, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm bored of you. No, no, legit. And I, it's it's totally spot on. In so much as that, like it's. I mean, I hadn't thought about until this moment that, like, when we talk about this album, we're all kind of freaking out about the collabs. But this is a, this is an. Act, I get it. I get it. That's you what you've got to do to make money. That's what you've got to get to get noticed. You, that's what you got to do. But and I'm sorry, but yeah. mostly I think about music. I can't help but think uh, think melodically, and, and I'm stuck yeah, in and that, and that thing. Like, yeah, that's I, totally can't, thing. I can't really understand or enjoy. I love that you're teaching me about the beats and how it is interesting and how but it's good. No I want to understand that because harmony. I'm trying to think. Well, what is the good bit about this? Yeah. I'm trying to find the good bit, and I'm I'm struggling with it because I find it very like yeah, hits you in the head with a hammer, but it's not even like rage, in the, rage against a machine good hammer. Like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. even not doesn't even make me it didn't hammer. make me feel anything. Hmm. I didn't I, feel anything. Like to that, and I, and I think it's a, it, it is actually a legit point in and and I'm certainly guilty of it. Is like like an artist comes around and then I listen to the album and I get excited by the collabs as opposed to the actual artist. Mm. You know what I mean? And we've we've spoken just now about yeah. Two Chains and Zach Rocker and Pharrell Williams and then of course we have spoken about LP and Killer Mike. Killer Mike, yeah. But uh, but 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 if we're walking away with the memory of the collabs, then like yeah. are we actually acknowledging the artistry of the two? Yeah, but like, for one, me personally, like I'm I the collabs weren't the strongest part no, for I agree. me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I can yeah. hardly even but remember. Like there was every track had someone else. Like it, it seemed like every track uh, was somebody uh, there. Uh, no, I think there's only like three tracks that had collabs. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and the other ones have just gone. DJ Primpour. I've got him here. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, two, they did have one amazing three, collab four. though. With Josh Homme and Mavis Staples. Oh yeah, Mavis was that was nice. That was lovely. But it was kind of like she was an afterthought. Look, I mean, if you're going to compare it to you know, if we're just looking at hip hop albums released in 2020, then obviously it's it's massively strong compared yeah. to what else has come out but if you're going to start comparing it to Public you know classic apples and oranges it, it's very different and oranges, it's very yeah. different and if that's what if that's not what you're into well, then I you're not like, like yeah, it I, I, I mean, get I don't, yeah I just didn't find it pretty and I just felt that whenever anybody it's tried to enter the room it's, with them it's definitely it, not pretty no <laughs> it's not pretty but that's okay like I you know there's a lot of stuff I mean I loved Henry Rollins I don't think that was very pretty but like I just yeah. felt like there was some angst and some energy and I was like I don't even kind of believe their relationship I don't know I don't feel like Killer Mike and LP LP are besties I don't feel like I don't know I feel like they're both just up on stage together looking forwards I don't know yeah yeah fair 
Mm. I'm going to okay. ask you a quick question, Kylie. Um, like, listening to it, because I know my reaction uh, when I listened to it was like, I felt like I was at like a big kind of day festival. I kind of felt like I was at the big day out. I know that's not like a cool festival but like i felt like i was like you know like back in the day like you'd tap into and you'd be like whoa who are these guys and it's just like banging dj and a thing Mm. did you have any kind of reaction to the kind of like the beats or anything or was it just kind of overall just like it seemed the same 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 to me it didn't it didn't hit like i listened to it really loud i tried to make sure i listened to it really loud i tried to make sure i listened to it in the car so i'm thinking i know i'm not i know that it's better at a festival i know that it's better live yeah of course and the vibe that the people are bringing to you and the relationship it's all about the relationship that the band that the people have on stage that's what gets you mm. and that when it hits you in the fucking chest that's what gets you yep, but yep. I just felt like it was like oh another boring piece of shit that they wrote on their computer like mm-hmm. I don't know I just felt a little bit like sorry Liz you going to say something or no no that's <laughs> no, great wasn't. well then I'll throw to me uh, I'm going to throw to me Did uh, it all? I'm going to throw to me right now <laughs> um, look I uh, I love this record um it is also on my, like, Salt and This were the two highest played records of the year. Mm. Um, I also kind of think about records around, like, the things that I send my friends. And I've sent this to more people than anyone this this year. It's not to say it's the most perfectly constructed album, but in terms of, for me, capturing the kind of feeling and spirit that I've carried through this year, which has been based around boxing and running and being angry oh, and being the perfect, frustrated. The perfect album, yeah. Like, like, like for me, that that this has really been my soundtrack. Can you punch to that? Okay. There's a song. I can't remember where I read it, but as a great analogy, it's like you're drinking mother through a martini glass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best way you can describe it. Because it has some finesse. Yeah. But it's like, bring it on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's intense. <laughs> I mean, I like, like, I agree. It's like mother through a mother through my teddy glass. I'd say like, um, uh, Rexona through Izzy Miyagi bottle. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, Rexona. <laughs> it's just got this like teen angst vibe. Do you but know what I mean? And I was actually going to ask clean, you. you know, like, yeah. Interestingly, I was going to see if if your if your boys have listened to this and see if that was something that they resonated with. I don't know. None. I, don't, I, it, wouldn't, I wouldn't have a clue. They listen it, to a lot of stuff because mm. it's a really kind of like I mean uh, you know I'm, this is just my take. I'm not I'm not throwing it out there as as an everything thing, but it's a testosterone. Well, my nephew at Christmas said, "This is running the jewels. I love this." And like you know, he was like, "Yeah, this is my my jam." And I'm like, "Okay, well that's fine." It, it's super testosterone-y kind of boyish. Energy yeah. is, my, hard, is my read on it. Do you, don't you feel that it's hardly as, as, as testosterone-y as Rage Against the Machine? No, it's not. It's like a 12-year-old compared to that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. I, I'll, I'll pay like that. Like a prepubescent It's like somebody who's watching their dad's computer <laughs> late at night. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should take this to the... Uh, to the <laughs> we should take this to the scoring committee. <laughs> and uh, we should pick a scale. What do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first on this one. Um, I'm going to refer to something that's dear to my heart, um, Calamaris Suvlaki art in Oakley on what street is it? It's oh, not anymore. It it's the one in between Eatmore, between yeah. Portman on the and corner of, On the corner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just near Golf Links Road. Correct. Um, I'm going to slather some uh, some homemade tatsiki on it, put some chips in there, lightly spice it with some homemade thyme and oregano, and I'm going to give it a seven and a half 
out of ten. Jeez. Seven and a half Sivalakis out of ten. Liz, I'm going to go to my cool. left. Cool. Okay, I'm going to go. This is the most difficult part of the night. Is choosing. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Budrum Hill Retirement Housing Development because yes. I have been to Budrum many, many times, and I know exactly how many pubs there are. There are a lot. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it. I, yeah, I really dug it. I thought it was. Um, I'm going to be going back into that record for sure. So I'm going to give it eight pubs. Okay. Eight pubs. Right on. All right. That's I'm eight pubs within a um, 10K radius. Within a 10K radius of the Badrum Tavern. Tavern. <laughs> I'm going to go with a donut spare is how many journals I can fit in my, in the additional space in my boot due to the donut spare tire. Um, and this is interesting about this podcast because actually hearing y'all's feedback, it makes me go, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Um because it definitely, it definitely gave me a reaction that I, that no other record gave me this year, which was just like, ah, you know, I wanted to exercise. Yeah. Oh, I want to, I want to just get, I want to move mm. with my body. Um, that was like, that was my reaction. So it became this thing for me. But if I think about it in like the kind of realm of album, it then comes down. So uh, I would say I'm gonna give it, a, I'm gonna give it seven journals. In the uh, in the cavity of my donut spare tire. Nice. That's seven. Okay. That was me. Okay. Like well, I'm going to use the JBS plumbing, and I'm going to say that that bay is going to be known as Trady Bay <laughs> because it's because for me, nine out of ten. Oh, nine no jet like, It just nine like jet skis on the trailer. Like it's, it's going to be Trady Bay. I'd put more if I could, you know, but it's, it's Trady so what, Bay. What is Trady Bay? Trady Bay is pretty much a haven where every single trader who owns a jet ski just rides, it's rides out Dr- to the sunset. It's you called Dramana. Didn't we yeah, say that last time? Oh, Trady Bay. Yeah, Dramana. <laughs> but yeah, but that's, that's it. I just, like, it just kind of hit everything. I, I did not lose interest. In, like, the next song, it just, I, enough, I didn't, I don't know. I, it just grabbed me. For me personally, it really grabbed me, you know? Yeah. 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 It was powerful. Kylie. Well, I can't really read um, Arik's writing and his head's <laughs> in covering up most of it as well. <laughs> so, yeah, look, um, we all know what I think about it and I just think that um, as much as I like this album, I like yellow turtleneck expenses. So um, I'm never going to wear one of them and I'm probably never going to listen to this ever again. So I'm going to give it like, um, well, it's, I don't want to be rude because I know they tried really hard and, you know, oh, they got lots of nice things going on. <laughs> I'm going to give it three, three, three yellow turtleneck expenses because yep. it just didn't move me. I'm All sorry. Right. Three well, yellow turtleneck expenses. The they're not great, sexy. The, look, it's true. They, I, those guys aren't sexy and one could certainly challenge your position on the fact that yellow turtleneck is not sexy. <laughs> Maybe mustard. mustard. Look, I have a mustard and a yellow. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going down the wrong track. There. You are. You are being, you know... <laughs> Look, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Look, the good news is, ladies and gentlemen, we have Warren Hunter on the numbers, and he's like busy punching it in. Um, we have. A I, I wasn't actually, but that's fine. Punch that's fine. it was punch it. I was so a trip advisor actually. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> just to recap, uh, we've got it's a pretty mixed score across the board. Was that you'll you'll uh, summarize yeah, we've, that we've later? We've got seven and a half, an eight, a seven, a nine, and a three. So that three will definitely drag the average down. Of uh, quite I just don't want to see it ever again in yep. this forum. All music is good. All music is good. You run the jewels. Uh, four. RGT, uh, RJT4.
from the future? Is it the end or is it the morning waking with a shudder? The past forgetting never, ever. The party. Um, the third album we're gonna have a look back at this week is um the album by local artist Husky and the album was called Stardust Blues and we looked at this um, with Liz um, Mm -hmm. back in episode whatever and uh, look it was a really surprising album at the time because um, the things that stuck out to all of us I think was the how sonically amazing this album sounded for um, for a Melbourne band or not not just for a Melbourne band that's that's not a fair thing to say Jesus Like, Thanks, was <laughs> yeah. Draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Let me rephrase. Right. That's that's a big okay, so leaving now. We're all going. <laughs> Bye. Let, me, let me rephrase. Bye. And Bye. And say, pizza. Yeah. Let me rephrase and say that it, it sounded unlike a lot of um, albums that have been uh, produced in this town, and there was something really different about this album that we all loved at the time, um, and. Uh, it was really, really lovely to go back and have a listen to this album again because it invoked the same sort of feels that I got back then. And I think I was doing the uh, was I doing the golf course walk? Yeah, you I were doing the, the golf course walk. Yeah, and it was just it was just it just beautifully <laughs> took me back there. And listening to it again um, brought back all those memories of you know the, all the Beatles references that I got at the time, and especially the Wings and uh, the John Lennon references and all that sort of stuff. You know. Um, not a lot. Of, not a lot of bands do that anymore. I don't think. I mean, the, like the last ones I, I remember thinking about that was maybe like Crowded House. You know, we're obviously like massively into that sort of stuff. But like to hear that Wings um, reference come through so strongly on some of those songs were yeah. was just um, was really nice. And I, and I loved. It was really nice at the time. We we tagged. Who did we tag? What's the um, the guy who mixed it? Uh, Matt. Um, Matt Dunk. Uh, Matt Redlick. Matt Redlick, and um, you know, he did such an amazing job on it. He really um, did. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed going back to, to listen to this album again. Um, Akuma. Yeah. So. <laughs> did you like it? Yeah. Well, so I did two approaches <laughs> to this one. I did the approach where I was just like, okay, yeah, Spotify, listen. And the second approach I did was I followed, I think it was like some article on ABC or something, where it's like they showed the videos and the explanation of each. Mm. Nice. I like and that. It was, yeah. And it was... It was really good because it's, I guess it's a concept album, isn't it? It's like, it's telling the story. And like, it was kind of when I was reading through the lyrics of the album, I was just thinking like, I think I might know some of these people because, you know, like, because it's like, it is, you know, (laughs) without undercutting it, it's it's about Melbourne. It's like, you know. It's always better when you see the video too. Yeah. Yeah. The references are like, there's like things, reference of Romantica and there's a reference of like. South South Side reference. Yeah. Because these guys like, um. Mm. Because I grew up with Gideon, like you know, when I was like used to play in mm. bands like Gideon and Husky, and because they're from they're from the south yeah. side. But I will say one thing: what I loved, like you know, I, what you mentioned before was like all those kind of those references. And so what I loved about this album, it was like because I'm like I don't want to say I'm like nervous about pop because you know like often you think of pop and it's like sacharine and it's kind of like bright, it's like bells and whistles. But this one, it had those elements, but it was. For all the listens, this was probably the most cerebral listen. I will. Mm. Mm. It was like, for example, the first song. Um, uh, what's it called? It's uh, "Give uh, Cut Myself Loose." Oh, mm. What a song! <laughs> so beautiful. And yeah. but what like, a song. In, if you look, it's like the levels of it with mm. all these songs. At its level, all it is is like five, four, one. Yep. Yeah. You know. 
But you go deeper and it's like the intricacy of the harmonies and like, you know, the things. And I love the fact that it's like, it's, it's fascinating. Like, you know, the, the references I listen to it, like, like, you know, there's a bit of Tame Empire. There's kind of like, do you guys remember a band called Grizzly Bear? You know, like the Vecatimus, mm, you know, like mm. all that kind of stuff. Wings, you mentioned all that. And also because uh, I'm a big fan of Yacht Rock. It had that kind of Yacht Rock vibes yeah. as totally, well. Totally, yeah. yeah. And um, it was, yeah, it was, it was just felt like a journey. Like every song and the way it flowed. Like yeah. it was like well that was part of the whole part of the concept because yeah. didn't we talk about it was supposed to be set over the weekend mm. a, a weekend was that the concept yeah yeah it was supposed to start at yeah. what Friday night and then yeah like through Friday Arvo to Monday morning basically yeah. Yeah. from memory I think yeah and just like the inst- like you know how in some songs I can't remember instrumentation I think this one song it starts steel string and then the band comes back in. And then it just goes back to Husky. Mm. And it was kind of nice. It's just like it's like the orchestration of it. And I think it's something to do with like Gideon's influences. And what I also loved about it, because it's, it's prog as fuck as well, you know? There's a song in 17.8. You're not going to find us. I did cop that. I did cop that. I was listening to it the other day. I was going, okay, I, I, I did that. not I'm cop that. I'm going to ask that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a song, like, and I think that's like a Jules Pascoe influence. Yeah, it is. But it, it changes Jules back to rocks. standard time yeah. in standard. the chorus. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, you know, it's still prog. It's like there's three bar loops of cycles. There's five, four. There's, <laughs> yep. you know, it's like, it's like. But it's not, it's not wankery though. No, it's no, not no, wankery. It's context. tastefully. Yeah, yeah. It's like the best way I can even describe it is like, do you know, like the artist like Nick Drake? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm, 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 like yep. it felt like that. So. Yeah, yes, very much so. Nice yeah, very much. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, I know, and just the mm. way it's recorded, you know, like, oh. and. And I, I, you know, like, you know, I do feel mm-hmm. like if it's like, you know, if, you know, if your drugs, your thing and you're watching videos, this is the one like this. I think there's one, one of the clips where it felt, I think it's like the best way I can describe it, It's like an Aussie 90s remix kind of background. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the track. <laughs> I have to check, but it's like, but they're like literally walking through like a red forest to the coast. I can't remember the name of the song, but it's like it's. Yeah. I haven't watched the videos. I do recommend you listen to the songs and then watch the videos. And like the other thing I did because I don't want to say I'm like dyslexic or anything, but like you know, like the li- lyrics are so unique. You know, like that yeah, first song, amazing. it just like kicks off the first <laughs> song. I cut myself loose, cover up my shark tooth. Yes. I can't remember the rest of it. Maybe well, Liz no, could explain. Because it's only it. said that like a lot. Because that's what I said. Like yeah. they they repeated that over and over, over, over. Yeah, and it's like way. kind of a theme and variation. Mm. And all pretty that. much only that. Yeah, it's it was very subtle. It's subtle. It's yeah. a very subtle. Album. I don't know if I don't know if you call. It, I mean, you guys probably know more, but I don't know. If, I don't know if you call it like an indie folk thing or something. It is indie folk. Well, I let's think. let's open the floor to that because I think yeah. it's not a really really good by segue. Taylor Swift, but more <laughs> sort of. No, it's not folk. Number one, but it's a really good question to to I guess move around the room because. I mean, maybe, I'll, you know, I'll go next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you've already talked about it in the episode. episodes. I have, I have, I have. So I'll keep it short, but just I just, I, like, like I would dispute I would dispute the term indie folk. I think indie folk yeah. is like a term. I feel it's like a throwback. I just feel it just takes away from the actual what I it is. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I think it's that. far yeah. deeper. I, like, I think it's denser and deeper than indie folk because it, it, it it's hitting like a kind of canon of sounds that are that predate that stuff yeah right? and and the songwriting itself like i'm that i i didn't pay attention to it as much to the lyrics um so i didn't go into like the kind of meanings and stuff of it but just the journey for me like i like i don't get down with kind of singer songwriter stuff in general i like stuff that kind of I don't know. Just active activates my kind makes of body. Exercise. Yeah, it makes me exercise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but this one, like you know, we 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 did, we were meant to do an episode that we had we got delayed, which was Fleet Foxes. Yes. Um, so I don't want to kind of get 
ahead of the game. But I, like, if 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 we're talking about that genre and we go Fleet Foxes versus Husky, this crushes Fleet Foxes. Like, this well, is Fleet Foxes made it to most top fifty. Yeah, and, and 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 I think this crushes it. Mm. And 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 I and I say this because I, I feel as though. Like Husky as a songwriter is tapping into something a little bit older than yeah. like the, like a derivative kind of Portland, Oregon mm. indie oh, singer songwriter. I'm shit. I'm in the forest. Hey, look, you know what I mean? I'm cutting up a log, right? <laughs> so and, no, but like I, I mean, just, you know, I, I just want to point out that Liz, didn't you record your last album, Portland, yeah, Oregon? Did, yeah. yeah. Like, Sorry, Liz. <laughs> really did you cut it. up a log? <laughs> we'll talk I'm about we'll, we'll talk I'm about okay. Will Smithing. <laughs> Singer songwriter Liz Stringer like recorded a last time. No, no. Look, look, it's like, like, this is just my take on the genre, right? And and I also would also say that you've done more than just indie singer songwriter Portland, Oregon folk music, right? Like, it's a bit more muscular. Thanks. Good save, Ari. Good save. Good save. I've listened to Liz's music, and I would not put. He's out of the trenches now. I know. He's out. No, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. Like, but he's backing away. No, I'm. I'm fucking. He's Switzerland Bloom. Switzerland Bloom. <laughs> oh no, no, it's a left hook. It's a left hook. No, but so I would I didn't say need to point that out. I could no, have not pointed no, that out. No, and I think it's fair. But but like like as someone that has you know I mean I've. I've seen Liz's music since 20, 2004. We're not it's, talking it's, about that right now. We're talking about this. But the point is, but just so the fucking put old mate in his <laughs> fucking box over here, um, it's more than that, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah. I'm going to go back to Husky's record. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and and just say that like what what I love about this record is it's not following what is happening in the US. It's actually setting the tone and. Um, I don't know how I'm going to score it just yet, but mm. I, th- I but I listened to it again yesterday, and I was like, this is just as good as it was when I first listened to it. Yeah. Um, so I'm that's, surprised that- I haven't listened to it more actually. It's, like this year, it's just it's so beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, so that's that 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 that's my take. So mm. I'll throw it to whoever wants to step in next. There you go. Yeah, I mean. I made myself perfectly clear at the last <laughs> podcast, which was that I yeah I lo- just love it and yeah. and just to what Kumar said before, I think what I my favorite thing about this is that because I don't I'm not a um I'm not a, a technically trained musician either, um I understand you know parts of parts of jazz and you know but. For me, there's a real music becomes self-conscious at a at a point. Yeah. There's a real danger with people that are that are highly schooled mm. and um, it's overthought and all yeah. that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And it was not that. Exactly. Yeah, it's overthought. It's it's a little bit show-offy, and it becomes sometimes when you have too many tools, things can mm-hmm. get a bit more complicated yeah. than they need to be. But I think <laughs> that these guys are really, you know, in my opinion very kind of full musicians and I think they are using all of these tools at their disposal in a really um really apt way and I yeah I love yeah. it yeah you know just you know it's on, it's on that point you know it's just a kind of um I guess you guys talked about other podcasts like the albums of like that Putbacks album and even like the Luke Howard album that's something how that's how I can relate it mm. just how it's done tastefully mm. and yeah. because you know you're talking about that um the, the approach of knowing too much and all that. It's really interesting because when I was, if you've, you guys have read that ABC little write-up, most of this stuff was done live takes mm. and yeah, then they've right. just put stuff on it. I think this, I think it was the second song where they talk about the drummer. I think something happened to the stick or something and they just got it in the third take. Yeah. 
and then stuff was put on. But generally, everything was gone for for life. Because Husky is such a great performer. Like every time I've seen him perform, he just nails his vocals. You and, know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're doing that too, you you you've got to keep it simple as, as a general rule. If you're if you're doing a concept over a couple of day over, yeah. over a day or two, the the you know the trick is always to like keep it simple and yeah. get it right. There is just one thing I'll say before we move on. That I don't know whether I said this last time. The only thing that I wish. That, that was missing for me was that at some point I wanted that drummer who's an amazing drummer and I loved how she played. To go harder? Yes, just a yeah. little bit. And you feel like it was like left right to the end though? Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah. With, um, I can't remember the song, mm, but yeah. yeah. it's just I felt it was like, yeah, because I think the last song was like the fastest song. Yeah. yeah. Everything was yeah. kind of, which is cool. My darling ghost. I'm going to be really nerdy right <laughs> now and say that like that snare sound <laughs> which is so fucking on point, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. for that factor, doesn't allow a drummer to do anything but, but this is kick, what, snare yeah. and hi-hat. This is what my point, like my, my I understand that that's a choice. I yeah. know that that's just, I'm, um, but there was at some point it was like it just almost, and probably overall sonically, but I most noticed it in the snare. Mm. Like I loved the snare sound, but I just, sometimes I just wanted it to just, maybe the whole band, just to mm. dig in just a little bit. Um but that's a ve- that's Semantics. a very nitpicky yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. But, but no, but fair. But I'm just yeah. glad that you told me that I found out now that it was a, a concept album because I didn't know that, mm. and it was nice to know that because there was a story because it was like you know I was just like listening to it on the plane, just sort of going, you know, like um, but <laughs> just you know after a while I was going. Uh, this is going a bit long. It's going a bit for too long. It's going for too yes. long. Well, like, that's why I said at the time. I, yeah. think. I thought it was too long. And then three I was just kind of going, oh, for God's sake, you know, like I love every single one of these musicians. I think they're fantastic and yeah. clever and very nuanced and beautiful. But, you know, sometimes I was thinking, Husky's voice, you, you'd being, it sounds a bit contrived, the quietness. It's yeah. like, stop it. You just, and then he finally <laughs> fully comes out of the of the gates and goes, has a bit of a fucking sing at the end. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, brother, <laughs> let's go. I was like, all right, so it's okay. But I was like, well, it did go for a bit long, but then I really enjoyed, like, hello, when we go back to, I was looking at, like, one of the first songs, okay, fucking loved it. Uh, so I was light cigarette. And when he's, yeah. mid, like, mm. they're rhyming Proust with confused. Fucking yes. Yeah. Proust. <laughs> exactly. I, right? believe the, I believe the term is assonant. You know that term? <laughs> yes. Where it's I like, do, it's but like, have you read like, Proust? Are you confused? I no, fucking no. am. No, no, no. Like, it's, like, it's like, you know, it's like when it's just close enough. It's not. I, I fucking loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, and I was impressed. Cool. And it's I like, like Eminem with Turtle every time and Purple I li- and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And every time I, yeah. I listened to it, it was like, this is a nice background music album, which is very Beatles-esque. And I love the Beatles, as mm. you were saying, all the wings and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I loved it because it's like, you can put it on in the background and every now and then you listen in and you go, that's a new bit. Oh, I didn't hear that bit. Mm. That's yeah, a good bit. Yeah. It's like all these tricky, way too many lyrics but all clever. So, like, doesn't matter mm. if you just go, oh, I can't, my brain can't do it anymore. And then all of a sudden you listen in again and go, oh, that's amazing. Okay, stop. I feel it's like too it's, much yeah. for you. I feel like it's an album for a very long car drive. Totally. Yeah. It's, a, big, it's yeah. a long time yeah. to concentrate. A, it's a holiday yeah. album. It like, yeah. yeah. It's a trip down... Um, the nullable plane that hastings into Gippsland. But it doesn't <laughs> yeah. require you to pay attention to it the whole time. But it's nice when you just fade in and out. Yeah, I can drift in and out. I would also throw to the group that 2020, like, do we, did we want albums that kind of shook us from beginning to end, or did yes. we want something to see? <laughs> yes. I, I haven't listened to an did. album since I gave birth in you know 26 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I listened to Spotify one song at a time with my kids in the car. It's like, yeah. oh, they like that one. Right. There's so yeah. much like amazing music out there. I just feel like, the, like, 
what you've presented the other albums we're going to do is just they're just so deep <laughs> and like it's often we much. forget about the depth of music it's yeah. like oh music yeah. sucks it's like no it doesn't it's it's out there you know music's like, hard yeah, work yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well look I can't even recall have I done my review yet have I done my review yet oh you have yep, yep, okay. yep. you did it three so times <laughs> <laughs> Also in yeah. 1974. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's go to the ratings. Let's scale. go to the ratings. Oh, look, I, I want to say I loved hearing Kinetic again. Um, I love that song, Track Nine. That's beautiful. Um, I'm going to go to a, a more recent rating scale, and I'm going to hit on a Future Cafe in in Colac. <laughs> uh, which had a great trip advisor. And I was trying to find it. Uh, what were some of the things that they said about that cafe, Eric? Uh, 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 d- not a great interior. Good for a, for a rest stop. Just stretch our legs and use the toilet. <laughs> yeah, they said they, were, they said they were surprised at the Brutal. darkness of the cafe. That's and, right. And surprised but... how good the baklava was. That's oh, right. Yeah, you you wouldn't have thought it was any good, but it actually turned out to be quite good. So I'm going to give this um, a week cortado um, on the on the rating scale. So I'm going to give this an eight. Out of ten, nice. I think I went nine last time. You did, and um, I yeah. I mean, it's no, it's still it's still a nine, if not a ten. But I go, I don't want to go ten in case like in case case you have to review it again next year. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) in case you ever decide to come back to pick up your synthesizer next year. I'll be back to reclaim my title. That's right. When the footy season starts. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Got a lot to discuss. So I'm going to go mm. to the Jets, uh, the JBS Plumbing Jet Ski and Dramana rating scale. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is just, it's strong. I think I gave it a 10 last time, but like in album of the year stakes, I'm going to just going to peg it back a fraction and say it's an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, not, quite B. not quite Trady You're not quite Trady Bay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kuma, you go. Kuma, you go. Okay, cool. So um, can someone just remind me, you know, um, George Columbaris, what was his Suvlaki joint chain called? Oh, it was oh, Hellenic Republic. Jimmy Grant. Was Jimmy Hellenic. Grant. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, I'll just say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, you know, if Calamara <laughs> Suvlaki Art was some, uh, Suvlaki yeah. Art Cafe, is that what it's called? Calamara Suvlaki Art, period. Calamara Suvlaki Art would turn, would force, like, what am I saying? I don't know what I'm saying. All I'm going to say, it's, this album was so good that if George Calambaras came to this uh, Calamaris of Lucky Art, he would actually like totally change all of his Jimmy Grants to well, Calamaris of Lucky Well, I just want so, to point out that Calamaris of Lucky Art did exist pre-Jimmy Grants. Yeah, yeah, so like George Calamaris... Jimmy Grants terrible. Like, yeah, yeah, mu- so, mustard uh, in a Sivlaki? I mean, pfft. Ah, well, you know what? So Re- remove that reference. Yeah. I'm just going to give it like 9.5. <laughs> Whoa. 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 All right. Whoa. And it's right. because, it for me, it ticked all the boxes. Mm. Yeah. It had the prog. It had the yacht rock. It had the cerebralness. <laughs> it had the beauty. It had everything. It, it, it had beautiful. my friends in the band. You know? And they paid me. No, 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 no. <laughs> that. As a question, and I think like this is, this is not a discount from your rating scale, but... But like the fact that you have this connection to the players, and you, you, just from spending time with them, you you might have an, an understanding of what was going on for them as players no, in the moment. Well, I, I know, like you know, for example, all the prog stuff that's a dual thing, all the kind of interesting harmonies, the arrangements, that's a Gideon thing. Yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah. I just know those. Yeah, I just know those guys. I, I don't know the drummer. I think it's Holly something. Yeah, Holly yeah. Thomas. I think that's her name. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and yeah, Husky. I don't, I'm not, I'm, I always known Husky as the charmer and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So, but um, Chaskiel, 
Yeah, Chesky El Gawenda, you know. So but yeah. I just, I, yeah, I mean, the, I guess the question for me, and it's not to to bring it back in any bit, but I mean, it, if, it, if, it is a kind of nice feeling when you like. Kind if I knew of, Ariana Grande, would I give her a high rating? Probably, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> no, but like if you knew, the, like, because you spent so much time with these people, you 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 have a a deeper understanding of how they think and how yeah. they they attack music. So when they do do that, it's kind of cool to yeah. hear it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Kylie. Yeah. Okay, oh, God, that was a bit scary to go after, wasn't it? What, what do you mean? Um, well, he's just so, you know, good at it. You're very good at it, Kumar. Not really. You are. No, I <laughs> appreciate that you're, the time and effort that you take in that and your understanding and, you know, of this of this task. So I'm going to go with Cairo Care Mattress Bedding Rating Scale and um, because I think that um, lying down on a mattress would be a nice place to listen to this album. And very be, fair. You'd need that for the weekend. So just remember this is out of a 1,000. It's, yeah, okay, this out, is of a, out of a thousand. Out of a thousand. Okay, I'm going to give it oh, probably 820. Ooh. 820 out of a thousand? Yep. Yeah. Okay, 8.2. Yeah. All right, sorry. <laughs> I got confused with my maths. Yep. All right, huge. Amazing. Big scores for yeah. Husky's record. I, I like but, it. But, but, but like, just before we move on, what got it to 8.2? Um, just because I understand now, because I, I was. Um, the extra listenings, and I liked the fact that it was the you know the whole weekend thing that that got over the line. Um, also because I like the boys; they're nice people, and I've played with them and stuff. Like I think they're cool, and I really think they're clever, and their nuances are beautiful. And I just, yeah, I think it's pretty. I thought it was just a little bit wanky sometimes, but everything is a bit. You know, if, as you said, if you've got too many tools, Liz, you know, like if you're just too clever and you got it all, it's like well, you can't help but show off a bit, can you? <laughs> so yeah, why not? Um, and they shouldn't be punished for being, you know, a little bit like wanky here and there. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus! And if you want to actually refer back a little bit, it is <laughs> actually it's actually two hundred and fifty percent better than Run the Jewels for. Oh, it's extremely way better if, than if my is anything <laughs> ever done. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was quite beautiful, and I'm looking forward to having it in the background and listening to it and ex- enjoying it more. Great. Well, that was uh, Husky's album Stardust Blues with an eight, a nine, an eight, a nine point five, and an eight point two. All right, Ooh, solid, strong, very well solid. Okay, so album four for this evening in the greatest All Music Is Good podcast albums of the year is Natalie Slade's Control. And we're very lucky to have Natalie as a guest last week. Um, and uh, look, she dropped a Kumar Shom style Ethiopian curry yeah, throwdown. Was, on yeah, you. so um, I, I, I'm actually, I had a go, I didn't use cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. the episode's only been up for twenty four hours. Hasn't yeah, it? but I had a go. It's very simple. Did you though. see the list on the? Wow. Uh, did you see the ingredients? No, no, she mentioned it. All right. Oh, yeah, we put the Instagram. Yeah, yeah like, like turmeric, fenugreek, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all well, this kind of fenugreek. stuff. Yeah. I want to try it too. I but um, the, the only thing I found a bit bizarre, like when she 
I think it was cabbage. Yeah, did you so did you, you didn't use cabbage because I was very concerned that the cabbage no, no. would fall apart. Yeah, well, like I, 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 I hung, like, hung shit on me the whole episode. No, because I'm just <laughs> thinking like, like to put cabbage in slow cook, it's gonna be oh, like that's what I said. Slop, and yeah. It's gonna be water, like, guys. Shit on me. Guys, 2020 <laughs> has been the year of the cabbage for me. <laughs> Let right. me tell you. Can you slow cook it, Liz? Yes, please. you can. You can do some incredible shit. You can do incredible stuff. It's just a weird texture though. Like, does it go gelatinous when you slow cook it? Yeah, yeah, it goes a bit like kind of like you know like. I mean, just like it depends how long you slow cook it. For, I don't you know, think you like, can kill cabbage. I just feel like we should just be giving cabbage the absolute benefit of the doubt here because yeah, a what what just a well, standard a, normal cabbage? Cabbage is the cheapest vegetable, yes. yeah, and it's the most. Along with carrot as it well, doesn't yeah. Go yeah. Off. It, it doesn't, doesn't go, go off. It doesn't go off. You can leave it in the street. The Chinese leave it in the street, stacked up for miles, and it doesn't go up. Oh, I just love. It. It, I just love cabbage. Because well, of the high, so the high pH yes. content within it, you know. So Thank yeah. you, Kuma. Well, yeah. It'll keep yeah. you alive. Because the red cabbage, you know. Yeah. It's, uh, Any acid. cabbage will keep you alive. I'm just Let's trying to wrap my head around the science behind a high pH content versus well, just the acidity. You know, like lemon. You know, it just kind of maintains this kind of similar kind of thing. Look, chemistry has been a long time for me. It's also cooling. It's quite cooling for nursing mothers on there. Is it? Their bras, yeah. Anyway, I'm sure she'll be wrapped <laughs> to hear amazing. us like discussing this in depth because she um she she went into a long monologue, didn't she, about this curry? And oh, um, what did you think? in, in the end, came out. You vegan? didn't say whether it's good or not. No, uh, I, like, I, just, I had put chicken in it, you know, but that's okay. Yeah. So but it was, Oh, no, I think she was butternut, pumpkin, cabbage, and carrot, I think, was what she used. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have but, to um, refer to the recipe. But it was fine, yeah, it was great, you know? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm going to try it. So, Whoa, tell us what you really when think. When he put chicken in it. I'll tell you what I really think. It was really good. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so... Um, well, let's talk about a record, yeah, right? Control came out um, in July this year on Eglow Records, and... It was uh, it was a Melbourne produced album by um, was it? yeah by the guys behind uh, Hiatus Cody. Well, uh, in particular um, Simon Maven, who was the producer mm-hmm. of the album, and uh, had you know who's who of sort of Melbourne musicians, not including Kuma Shone, but everyone else. Um, <laughs> James Bowers is on keys. Um, Paul Bender is playing bass. Uh, I think Dukes even played some drums. She said and uh, Mika Wallace. Uh, anyway, look, it's um, look. Oh, Lee Fisher, I think was that was who the played Lee most. Fisher. Yeah, wow. played most of the drums. Anyway, uh, look, it's a it's a, an amazing album um, for me. Um, uh, look, this this was my album of the year. Um, for a debut record to come out like this and be this strong and this this together and oh, I, what what I loved about this album so much was that every, it wasn't. Like, like a lot of the albums tonight, we've had a lot of same-sameness with, with Run the Jewels. It's like, you know, a lot of songs are the same, same with the Husky album. There's a there's a heap of variety on this album. Like, a, like you know, from tempos, um, her vocal yeah. her vocal rhythm um, and the way she, she delivers her lyrics rhythmically is really interesting. I love how she sings. I look... I, 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 I can. I talked about this a lot in the episode one. This is the first album that we reviewed, and I have listened to this album over and over this year. I love it so much. So, look, uh, who can I throw to first? Uh, Kylie, would you like to go first on this? Oh one? yeah, because she was okay. Because she raps as well. So there's obviously she has a good like you know she's good at a you know percussiveness and her um, beat. So yeah, it's beautiful. I, I love the you know the. Um, the single when it came out was Humidity, yeah, with the, with the like that. She looks gorgeous. It's beautiful. You know, lying down with the white outfit. I love that. And just all Amazing the boys. Amazing film clip. 
It's gorgeous, and the yeah, the the BVs. Thank you. There, they just well, her her like vocal layering is gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah I, I really like this album. I think it's beautiful. I mean, I di- I did find it to be a bit samey in places, and a bit like you know, I, I guess once you you know, I'm the same person as well. Like you find something that you like, you do it again and again. You know, like you have your own your kind of thing that you do, and you, you're um. Yeah, the harmonies that you hear, that's just how you can't stop it. And the riffs that you have, that's just who you are. But yeah, so sometimes it felt a bit like, because as I said, I haven't listened to whole albums for a long time. I listened to one song at a time with my kids. So now listen, being forced, forced, (laughs) thank you for this opportunity to, you know, to listen to a whole album. It is very interesting to go, okay, yep, I see this, but I did find that it was a bit samey because it's the same person doing all these things, but there's nothing about it that's not good. You know, her voice is beautiful. Her musicality is amazing. And I can't believe she got so lucky to play with all these awesome dudes. Mm. Yep. So what did you think about the kind of way she, like she built those kinds of harmony structures? Cause I know for me, Mm. That th- that was really kind of knockout. Like I was like, damn. That's yeah, it was, so it was lush, lush. But sometimes, so sometimes I found that you know, because as I said, I'm always looking for the very, very basic, mel- very basic melody and very basic um, harmonies. And sometimes I found it a bit like ah, oh, big. Like yeah, I don't know, yeah, like yeah. oh, it's too jazzy or it's something. I don't know. It's clever. I guess it's clever. And sometimes I don't want to hear clever. I just yep. want to. It's like oh god, it's, stop waking me up. I want to just enjoy it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 hear, I hear that. I hear that too. I'm, I'm actually going to you, Liz, as well, because, like, I think that's a really good segue to kind of like that concept of, and we've talked about this with the Husky record. We've talked about it with a few things. Why are you guys laughing? Am I mirroring? No, Am I no, mirroring I was, just, right I, was just, I was just waiting to hear the segue. You can't no, no, mirror, man. You can't mirror. You definitely can't mirror. I'm not going to lie. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> no, Eric looks at Eric in the mirror. <laughs> Stop that. No, no, no. Like, my, like, no, I think there is something to like sing the fucking song kind of school of thought mm. to like and and again i think was you're an instrumentalist mm. i'm an instrumentalist kuma you're an instrumentalist yeah. Yeah. um so uh, inevitably we're going to be potentially yeah that's going to be drawn to, to yeah, like yeah, something that's not like a straight down and, the line and even thing, her you know? vocals uh have got a real instrumentalist sort yeah, of bent very to much it. like yeah. she sings yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, like very trumpety sort of mm. like you know it's really well, yeah, interesting. very much so, yeah. Per- yeah. Very perfect. so so because so, i would i would struggle to say like like and i'm i'm almost at the end of my segue <laughs> is like outside of singing the backup vocal sections yes. like could I be challenged to just like re-sing a hook off the record and I might I might have a problem with that oh definitely yeah. no you know so yeah. well we're getting we're getting like definitely I don't even know what you guys are talking about like definitely yes or definitely no yes definitely yes. I'm going to definitely yes Hawks. but I'm going to throw to Liz mm. oh, well I mean for me the 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 highlight of the album is her voice and what she does with it I She's got a yeah, and it really. Um, I don't know. It's re- interesting. It's, it's really. Um, you could say control. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mm, that was not a <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Kuma. It's um, it's. I mean, it's yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's very um. Again, we use the word depth. Like there's a lot yeah. of she's so much depth in her voice. It's just an interesting listen for me, and I didn't have a lot of time to spend with this one. But um, you, you were out I, of the Prius by the time. Yeah, I, I, well, I didn't have access to the Prius oh. at this point. <laughs> oh, there we go. I so I what I what I wonder is this is in the realm for me of um, this is tipped over a little bit for me out of heart into head, mm. but 
I also was thinking, listening to this, I was thinking, um, not not that I didn't enjoy it, but I just, I, I think that I'm, I'm conditioned to, um, through, you know, 40 years of reinforcement to react, to have certain emotional reactions to certain chord structures and, um, mm-hmm. and changes. And um, I don't, because I haven't listened to a lot of this sort of stuff, um, I don't have those associations so much. So I, I thought I, I thought it was, um, yeah. Like I don't, I don't remember any songs from like any hooks, <coughs> but I also only listened to it once. To be mm. fair, but mm. also, um, I, I don't know. I I don't know whether that's really what I would look for if I was listening to this sort of music. Like I don't. I think that the way that she uses her voice is um, is 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 part of. I don't know. Is part of the instrumentation in a lot of ways and. I think I would definitely need to listen to it more to have kind of more to say. Yeah. But I but in this case I do really think that it's my exposure or my sort of engagement with this particular realm of music that is that would prevent me from having um an immediate you work response. In the fields, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Cool. But I think she's amazing. It's an mm. amazing sounding album. Um, I've already given my review, Eric, so I might throw oh, to me, uh, yeah. Kuma, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, sorry, I'm going to go back to that dad joke again, but I'm just going to say, <laughs> like, it's really, it is about the control of that, vo- like, the voice is, it's well, so well, pure. Well, Eric mm. talked about it a lot when we reviewed it, and... It's so are, we, are we going to do that? We're going to go to Sydney, Melbourne? Well, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not well, going to talk Sydney, Melbourne. Sydney, Melbourne yeah. thing, but you, you were just sort of saying that, yeah, that, that a voice like that... Um, wouldn't maybe wouldn't have cut through in Melbourne like with all the amazing vocalists and, and because yeah. it's quite a mid-range sort of yeah. vocal um, it cuts through in a recorded sense so beautifully but um, you know you wonder how it projects on a live sense and would someone yeah. like that have 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 risen up through the ranks so well, it's it's, uh, it's uh, interesting well, well I like to think she has oh, you know, I like, like, well, well she well, has, she's worked with she all those like um, who's that um, like work with like people like yeah, SpaceX and like and, and, Space Basic, and Catalyst, yeah, yeah, and all and that Catalyst absolutely but um like one thing I will say like because I just I was just every time I was listening to I'm just hearing the influence I'm hearing Maloko I'm mm. hearing the local legends like Hayes Co- of course uh, Coyote and Alicia Joy I'm also hearing like some Shaka Khan kind of stuff but I love it. it's like the different kind of beats like there's the D the drum and bass kind of things and there's once again it's like those it's because of these guys like Simon May decent like you know Paul Bennett all these influences always going to be like all right it's a three bar loop yeah or yeah. it's going to be something slightly a bit prog which I didn't mind but I think one of the things that I really love is for me it's introduction to like Natalie Slade and all that is like just the the, the way she uses the voice not just backups but textually yeah totally like there was points where it's like, oh, this is key. No, it's not keys. It's, it's her singing. Mm. It's like kind of little things coming out. The most interesting thing, and I think it was in the song Color. Now, because I've got a bit of knowledge, because I've just been playing a lot of African music. Her voice reminds you of, it's what it's like a like a pygmy flute. So a pygmy mm. flute. What that is, I'll explain it. It's like this is one constant note, but it's going up to that note. I think I think I have to like yeah. One thing I recommend to like listeners is like you got to check out a guy called Francis Bebe oh, describing yeah, pygmy yeah, flute. It's amazing. It's just like it's there's only one note and it's everything's based going from you sing a, you sing a note and it's going back to that note and just the way it's interesting like texturally like fascinating. I haven't heard voice like that. Obviously, you know you think of like Bobby McFerrin and all that kind of like all yeah, this yeah. kind of like like this Björk album and all that kind of stuff. It's not your it's, standard harmony, is it? It's no, really thought it's like out an orchestra. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. 
but you know, for me, like I, I love this album. But for me, you know, the real standout tracks was um, "Letter to Myself." Yeah, that's lovely. And also, it was um, "Control." Oh, such a great. And the song. reason that was because for me personally, and I, this is a personal thing, it's going to be controversial <laughs> because. Everything was so keyboard based. Everything was so deep house. It was very lush, mm. and I felt those two tracks. And there were some other tracks even towards the end. Like I think, like the last track. Sunday uh, morning's beautiful. Sunday morning. Sunday morning is is. Be- yeah. I loved that. It was yeah. a very neo soul, mm. and yeah. But you know, was- I just feel it needed that. I don't want to say staccato. That kind of it had it needed like something which was a bit dry sounding because everything was so lush. Mm. Yeah. Everything was so cruising by, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, that was you the know, release, that song, that Sunday morning. Yeah. It just it let the tension yeah. out, I think. Mm. Yeah. So, have you heard this album before, Kumar? Right. No. Mm. Just like two listens so over the week. Yeah, over the weekend. So, yeah. But it's great. It's like really good and like good to see that some hometown heroes, you know, doing some stuff and all that. Mm. Just like once again, and like, you know, like I think she mentioned a lot podcast, big fan of Georgia and Muldrout. You can hear mm. that as well. Yep. Mm. You know, which, so it's going to be that slight off kilter kind of, you know. Yeah. You know, all that kind of... It's and it, all, it also sounds incredible. It's, oh, yeah. The, the, produ- the production amazing, you know? Yeah. 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 I also get the feeling just, like, really quickly that, uh, you know, this is, as you were saying, was, like, whether a voice like that would, you know, cut through in 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 amongst a bunch of other voices. But I get the feeling that she, that there is so much more to her voice that she... that I agree. You know, that she's she's made really deliberate choices about what she's doing and it's so beautiful. Agreed. And Control, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, there's, there's, I, I mean, I, I'm really excited to have, because I hadn't, I hadn't come across her before and I think she's one of the best vocalists, Australian vocalists I've heard for a, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. hundred, hundred, yeah. Mm. Yeah, incredible. I yeah, get that album, and you know, having the Emma Donovan album this year as well. Like you know, two incredible vocalists um, releasing albums this year. It's been really special. Um, Kylie, I'm going to throw to you. What did you? Oh, I didn't. Oh, know. I already talked about it. Have you? Yeah. Oh, we're going oh, to scoring. Oh, we're going to scoring yeah, already. Scoring. Oh my god, we're going to scoring. Okay, well, look, I'm going to look. Uh, a special score deserves a special <laughs> um, rating scale. Um, are you pointing to one, Arik? Oh, oh, look, I'm just going to have to like put ten jet skis on the back of the, of the uh, of the trailer. You're going straight down the M1. It's going to be a big New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Noise pollution is going to be, you know, at an extreme level. Um, you know, I I said in the first episode I can't give this a ten because I'm going to give myself nowhere to go. Um, but now I've thought about it for 14 episodes, and I'm Happy to just say. You're going there. 10, 10, 10. 10. Boom. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go the, the jet ski as well. Cause I, just because, you know, keep keep her moving. Um, <laughs> keep I moving. think um, I'm, I'm going to give him eight. That's 18 jet skis. Give right, yeah. Down That's a lot. That's a lot of jet skis. It's going to be a lot of really <laughs> sunburned uh, What was the bay called? Well, it sounds like fish. Trady Bay Festival now, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> it's a Trady Bay Festival. All right, I'll go next. Um... <laughs> And I guess given I've, I don't, I think <laughs> I gave, gave a ten. I gave Salt a ten though, didn't I? No, you gave this album a ten back in. I did give, one. but but now I'm. Oh no, ba- you've given Salt a eight point or oh, ten. Sorry, 10. I've, I gave Salt a ten. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, Salt is my benchmark. Mm-hmm. So I I'm just gonna peg it back a fraction. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about just how long I've spent with this record, like I like I, I turn it on, I'm like, this is amazing. Um, but it it doesn't do the thing for me that like the albums that change my life do. So I'm gonna peg it from Salt. I'm gonna give it eight. 
uh, tablespoons of tahina in my hummus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. And then oh, that's yeah. where I'm landing. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Arik. Eight tablespoons of tahina in my hummus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like hummus. hummus. Hummus, thank you. Hummus. Tahina. <laughs> tahina. Um, what's the vacuum one? Oh, so, the tineco. So, basically, Kylie... <laughs> The, it's either it's pronounced Tineco or Tineco. <laughs> remember we spent the whole episode trying to work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, we, we was it Tineco? No, basically, Tineco. Tineco. We'll call it Tineco. So basically, there are 10 models of Tineco from the A1 to the A10. Okay, right. Well, I'm in the market for a new vacuum cleaner because I have got, you know, like more floors to vacuum now. You do. I do. So um, I'm really looking for somebody to give me a good vacuum play. Okay, so I'm thinking, Natalie Slade, I do like it, but I don't know how much I... I think I might give it seven and a half. Seven and, and a half. half on, so an A7 on Tyco model. Oh, yeah. It's an A7. A7 2.2 model. A7. Yeah, A7 up with it. Second model, yeah. A used eight. Maybe it's got a used Right, so maybe it came with some extra attachments. So we're going, we're going, we're going, we're going A10 purchase <laughs> on eBay. A10 purchase on eBay, which is a yeah, totally different model. score. So yeah. like an A7, which is like a hand hand vacuum on the side. That's right, yeah, which right. makes yeah, it an A10. Yes, yeah. Correct. All right, that's uh, we've got a ten, three eights, and a seven point five. Natalie Slade's album Control, with two more to go, guys. album we have to have a look at in the album of the year stakes is the vibration black finger can you see what i'm trying to say so so this album came out of the blue for both eric and i was recommended to us by our northern hemisphere correspondent chip wickham um back in uh back in episode uh, eight eight i think so big shout out to chip um who who fully elevated the podcast to another level um with his amazing deep thought out reviews would you say they were quite deep they were, on a kumar shame standard of deep reviews chip I, he I, went there well i feel definitely like just out of like the the, the what you call it um the bronze race out of that was deep review you know like i've just missed the bronze medal with that deep review <laughs> chip and like chip and ryan have like they've gone like you know interdimensional you know so yeah okay okay um i'd, so, I'd also say chips like london accent definitely gave us some cred <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and, and he and his doha sort of sensibility yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i mean it was yeah. just next level just <laughs> yeah big shout out chip um look i really enjoyed revisiting this album uh much like the Salt album, I think the thing I questioned at the time was uh, around the style over substance um, issue again. Um, but going back this time, there's so much to enjoy on this album. And the things that I loved um, the first time around, the starkness of the changes, yep. like the the yeah. abrupt sort of, we're going off in this direction, mm. now we're going here, and like that sort of mixtape sort of vibe to it. But really just, you know, all rules are out the window. Um, you know the the Iranian influences, like the, yeah. the mixed influences. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm I'm not going to go too deeply into it. I'll, maybe I'll talk a little bit more later. But 
Um, again, there was so much to unpack and enjoy on this album. Um, it was really exciting to listen to this again. I actually think I like this way more this time around than I did last time. Um, I might throw it to uh, to who? Arik. I'm going to challenge your take on this. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really give much of a take. I just sort of like skidded over. You know, I, I, I think it's a really interesting one because I guess in thinking about album of the year, mm. from my point of view, it's about albums that I hung out with through the year. And what's been cool about this podcast is, of course, you know, you get a chance to learn new, new music and then that some of those albums are, are things that you kind of revisit. Mm. For me, I didn't revisit this record again after the podcast and then I revisited it revisited it again today mm. and uh, it was okay you were the one who pushed for this album to come in like you <laughs> adamantly okay. pushed you said we've, we've got to push vibe. we've got to put Vibration Black Finger in that's got to be in that's what because, you said no, because like I think like, when I listened to it, it like it shook me and it was something that was happening for me during that week but you pushed for it this week, Eric. You like you, Adam. I said I wanted to put Leanne the Harvest in, and this went in instead of Leanne the Harvest. Yeah. Is it Leanne or Leanne? What's Le- it? How do you say her name? I've always thought it was Leanne. La I think Harvest. it's Leanne. Sorry, Leanne the Harvest. Leanne. Well, Leanne. it's good that we solved that problem. Just make it sound posh. So thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. there's something you were doing, like we, while you were know. listening to this I album. Know. I don't Maybe know. There was something really dark about this record. It was sad and brooding and and tense, and and that was me. For most of the year, sad, brooding, intense. But now I'm like, I'm like. Then you found Run the Jewels. That's right. <laughs> now I'm like happy and relaxed, and I just want to listen. You also found a new partner, so that potentially that's definitely a part of it. And this would, I, I like to that Kylie. This have this was a pre that space. Um, Thank God. Yeah. So, <laughs> look for me. This was this is tense, intense, uh, not full of joy. Uh, and and like in December this year, that's all mm. I'm looking for is joy. You can get that. Um, <laughs> very profound, very dense, very interesting. I feel cool when I listen to this album, but it's not. <laughs> It's not an album that I would It's a pretty call. cool album. It is a cool album. It's a pretty cool it's album. It's a cool album. Cool after, with a capital C. It's cool with a capital C. Kumar knows yeah. about cool. Right? I feel cool. <laughs> I, I feel cool. Not a capital like, K, Kumar. I feel well, cool. Well, with a capital K. I'm not, not that cool then. I feel cool talking to my cool friends like like Kumar with a capital K um, about this record. Uh, I've got a capital K. And Kylie. True. I'm not cool. Yeah, I feel cool I'm talking to very my cool friends. Kylie. Kumar with a capital K and Kylie with a capital K. Um, but for so me, <laughs> not album of the year. So that's, oh. that's my review of the, the record. Okay, it's not really a review. It's just <laughs> you saying that you don't think it's album of the year. <laughs> Everything that he's had tonight, he's given less love tonight than he has he before. That's true. I don't I'm love him as much anymore. You Except Soul. So Except <laughs> Soul. Okay, how about we go to uh, Liz? What did you think? Um, yeah, again, I didn't. I listened to this once. Um, just in my room, and uh, <laughs> I wasn't in the pre. Sound just, wasn't as good. <laughs> no, it's yeah. probably a safe environment to listen to the song. Did you put on the audio yeah. technicas? Plug through the uh, the uh, Fuck Apollo off. I twin. I don't even understand what you're doing, but I think you're being rude. He's being a snob about. He's being a snob. I was saying it could have been a really good sensation if you're playing it through your preferred door. It's actually on my. <laughs> it's on. It's on my. 
my record player uh, stereo and I may or may not have put the speakers around the wrong way. So <laughs> Upside I, down. Yeah, that, it doesn't sound great. But oh, um, it's it's, I've put too many books on everything now, so uh. I, it's unreversible. Anywho, um, I, I, yeah, I... I, re- I liked it. I mm-hmm. I wrote down my extensive notes. <laughs> I just said, um, I love the drum sounds. I'm a sucker for a room drum sound. I just yeah, love yeah. it. Um, and the, there was a lot of amazing um, upright bass that sounded fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. And also the piano. The piano, every time the piano came in, it was really yeah. um, arresting and beautiful. So, yeah, I, I really liked it. But I don't. I don't have much more in depth to say. Look, I, I can totally feel that because uh, I think it was that six. It was the black sheep of the six albums that came in tonight, and yep. uh, yeah, it's uh, Akuma. Oh yeah, Joy. So yeah, so like with, I do. So, this is um. So like, is a bit of history about me. So I feel like if you went to VCA, you would have understand a bit of this kind of music. So what is VCA? <laughs> VCA is the Victorian College of the Arts. <laughs> And I feel like there was like we had this kind of was uh, there some sort of Iranian bazaar out there? Well, the not, not, well not the well not the Iranian bazaar, mm. but like a lot of the kind of you know the music that was happening. It was like it, it's this is the thing. It's like free jazz, experimental stuff, all this kind of like noise stuff. You either like it or you don't. <laughs> I just feel like it's there's definitely a line drawn. Yeah. For me, I do enjoy it, you know, because and I, yeah, and you one of the things. That, it, I guess. Well, yeah, understand it. Yes I and no. I, 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 yeah, it's like there's something I like, which was quite cinematic about it. Yeah, I think that's the thing about that. Um, I'm calling it Adrian and Goodkin's Good Kinds, Good Kinds Dream. Those two tracks, I felt that was like one track. But look, a lot of the things I got from this album was like, you know, there's like things like you guys know of a artist, a band called Can, that kraut rock band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt no. it was like very much in that, that thing. That, who's, who's the singer that used to do shows at Revolver? Some, Oh Suzuki, yes, some yeah, 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 yeah. I'll figure it. I'll find it now. Go but ahead. what crowd rock was is like it was just like a held groove, and just things came in and out over it. Yeah, and there were like things that were like mixing of electronics and just different sonics. Damo, different Damo Suzuki. Damo Suzuki. So I saw him in London. That's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. <laughs> that, that, but you mean K with the capital C or capital K? K. <laughs> <laughs> But it had definitely had those vibes, I told, you know? I told lots of girls Cooler about that. Cooler than winning that Polaroid. <laughs> Second chorus. <laughs> but you know what? Like, there was that element. And then there's also, if you get to, like, tracks like Acting for Liberation yeah. and Onwards Throughout, it's kind of like, it's Miles Davis Bitches Brew. Yeah, a lot of Bitches Brew. I've got a, a lot, lot of, of uh, Heliocentrics. And, Heliocentrics uh, and all Miller. that. Don't you have the Lloyd Miller yeah, album yeah. from the, the uh, British guy who lived in Iran for a number of yeah. years? It had a lot of that. But yeah. <laughs> but, like, one of the other... But you know what? But one of like the best, the one of the best things I think I like I about in London, Eric, obviously. Sorry, yeah. but, I can, but I can see why this is such like a, it's a really exciting jazz record in the sense. I think it is too because it's like it doesn't. It's like what I wrote is like it celebrates the old and the new. Agree. And like what jazz in is in it says. I'm not saying that I'm like I am. I know what jazz is. It's not like, conforming, is it? And it's not conforming, which is the beauty of it. Mm. And it's like, and you know what you're talking about, like the drum, the, the way they use electronics, mm. just to kind of, I don't know what the term is. Like, I felt like there were times where it's, it was like, okay, acoustic drum kit. Now it sounds like a Simmons, you know, like mm. it just kind of, just kind of in and out. And it was really fascinating. And just, I don't, know, I just felt like kind of like there were moments where it was like an Ocean's Eleven kind of soundtrack and all yeah. that kind of mm. stuff. Nice, you know. But I enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed this one. And like for what it is, it's like, 
yeah, it's it's you know it is free jazz experiment, and I think it's kind of it's going against the grind where it's like oh yeah, swing, take a solo, and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely like improv. I think it's more what you call improvised music, you know. Mm. On, a, on a kind of ensemble level, yeah, on an ensemble rather, rather level, like individuals <laughs> doing a thing, kind yeah, yeah. laughing at me. I just yeah. use big words. No, no, I but yeah, I was at VCA. What does that stand for again? No, no, but like, <laughs> like, 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 one thing that, like, on that improvised thing, like, I don't feel like there's moments in the record where, like, player X is yeah. like the soloist. It's like almost like yeah. a group improvisation. Well, yeah, because isn't the guy the, the guys from Brand New Heavies? Um, what's his name? Lascelles Gordon. Is that his name? He's the kind of leader of the group. I did not know that, so thanks for finding that out. It's yeah, been really, really hard God, to find Kimazia. out about these Yeah, I know. Yeah, he just made like, everything. No, not everything. Not That's everything. Awesome. But it's just like it's really fast. The other thing I found like a lot of Coltrane influence. You know, yeah, yeah. that yeah. Coltrane, Rashid Ali kind of. You know, it's very. But it's not like kind of when you think of free jazz. It's kind of like oh, just noise. It's not it's free just like, jazz. No. Well, I mean, actually, I will say spiritual jazz. Yeah, I think spiritual jazz. And there's a, a freedom bit. in the composition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, spiritual jazz is probably the best word for it. Okay. You know? Yep. Yeah. But it was interesting. Like, good to hear some gamelan. You know, there's some treated tabla. You know, like some really mm. interesting kind of. I didn't even. Mi- I didn't mind the spoken word kind of vocals. Yeah. Which like is which is a sticking point for you. <laughs> I mean. You, yeah. You, correct. You know. <laughs> Like yeah. you were kind of not, you were kind of fifty-fifty on spoken word and yeah, soul yeah. record. But this was like it was was not really yeah. It was because it was leading to something. Yeah, it felt I don't know it was. I think maybe because maybe it's the seventies influence. I don't know because yeah. But that's my review. Yeah, I think it's just I, I enjoyed it because it was different. It's going against the grain. It's something new. I've probably never heard anything like it before. That, and I think that's what appealed to us originally. Yeah. That it, that's why it well, stuck out. To that, that's, that's the word like, original. Yeah, you know. I like it because it doesn't. I, you know that a lot of that sort of improvised jazz tends to repel. It gets a bit wanky. It repels me. Yeah, and yeah. I and I don't. I can't. What sort do you, of you call a wankfest? Did I? Like you know when you <laughs> like, like, no, you're talking about. I think it was like with Chip. You're talking about you're on um at a jam session. Oh yeah. For getting the dicks out. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't do jams. We've we've established that, especially oh, in right, Madrid yeah, yeah. on a Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, don't do that. that <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, then, yeah, I mean, it's a shame, was because like I, you know, I I see a future for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, rolling down to Eaton Mall in Oakley with a djembe <laughs> and just like standing outside of Mythos and just <laughs> that's one reality. Djembe. Well, it's the right yeah. reality. Everyone's favorite. Um, Kylie, um, tell us what you loved about Vibration Blackfinger. Okay, well, I I did quite enjoy this actually. I mean, I didn't think that I would because my my my. Oh. The thing that I wrote, okay, at the end is, um, well, like, I liked it. I think it was nice. To it, I, did you listen to it on the plane? Yeah, I listened to it on the plane. I, and I actually listened to it a lot. And I was yeah. like, my I would wife- like to point out in Run the Jewels 3, she put her glasses down on the table when she was about to deliver something scary. <laughs> yeah, and this time she put them on. So, my one thing that I did say is that jazz is a language I don't speak. So, I can't really understand anything about it. But on the other side of this, and I did get a bit sort of like, it was interesting, like, some of the songs were like 30 seconds and some was like 11 minutes and some of this and then as I was saying to Liz before it's like um, someone forgot to shut the window when they were doing the recording and the <laughs> fucking birds were there seeing and shit but it was it was all very like you know next level it was very African it was like everything yeah. on the, that you maybe listen to is all very black centric you know so this was just like oh, here we go again it's more it's kind it, of all rooted it did, in soul it did rem- yeah very it's but very, it did um, remind me it was it was sort of like Nina Simone-ish to me and sometimes and yeah, I wanted to know who the yeah, singer was as well um, but I did I did feel like this is something that I would probably want to listen to next to a pool 
pool in Mexico. I didn't think that I, yeah, I was Have you was an enjoyable ever been country. in a pool in Mexico? Fuck yeah, mate. Haven't you? Talk me through <laughs> it. No, you don't need to know that. I'd like to know because I've never been. I've never been in a pool in Mexico. Well, why not? Because. I don't have multi-platinum selling records. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You just have to have a husband with a job. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. But uh, yes, this was lovely. I thought it was quite lovely. And it's like, um, I'm not really interested in jazz. I, I, I find it repellent too because I can't understand it. And I, I can't play it. I don't understand. I don't know. I just, I wish that I, I mean, maybe do I wish I don't know if I do? Because I, I mean, if I wish that yeah. I understood it, yeah. I would try a bit harder to understand it. But sometimes it just makes me feel like, oh, yeah, look, you know, you're having a nice time playing with your toys over there. Just like turn it down a bit. I mean, I'm happy <laughs> but, to listen to you in the background. But Kyle, if you had the opportunity to try and learn about it, would you? Well, I've had a lot of opportunities, haven't I? So, and I haven't. That lets me. Well, that leads me to believe that I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> and so next. <laughs> well, Kima's question's been answered, and there I think go, we may me. take it. Uh, <laughs> we might move this lot right along to the scoring system. Um, I kind of feel like, oh, geez, I just, my glasses are on. I still can't it's see. It's bedtime, was. Um, look, <laughs> I feel like no one's um, been attracted to it yet. I'm going to, as someone who started the um, hot tub trend uh, this year that led Arik um, along to uh, the lazy, <laughs> the easy spa, um, and as an expert, as someone who did his degree in uh, um uh, pharmaceutical and petrochemical chemistry. It still um, hasn't made us all a bunch is, of drugs. This is a, no, yes. no, no. <laughs> you knew me too late, Kylie. Um, <laughs> now, uh, the high core uh, rating scale is very close to my heart. So, um, in terms of uh, 100 milligram dosages or micro dosages of, uh, of poor chlorine, um, I, I figure that I gave um, Salt album 8.5. Do I think it's as good as a Salt album? I think it's different. Um, it's very close. I'm going to give this an eight, uh, oh. an eight milligram dose of <laughs> chlorine. Um, no germs in that. Yeah, spa. I'm going to go the smoke and smoke and vape. I'm not sure the unit Ooh, I'm yeah. using here, but um, yeah, what is that? Oh, different types of tobacco. It was I actually different types of tobacco. Okay, I think strawberry was a high score. So, okay. so, so what's an eight? Whatever an eight is. That's is an apple tobacco quite the common one? Apple was well, that was kind of a middle of the road one. Strawberry She's was giving it an eight. Okay, eight or a eight. cherry or something, or? something like that. Eight for apple. Eight for apple. <laughs> <laughs> All of an eight for apple, thanks, Larry. <laughs> Does that spell eight? A T E, yeah. Yeah. Eight T E, did you say? Eight T E. So, thanks for that, scholars. I'm going to go to f- uh, Future Cafe, which I feel has had a bit of been a bit neglected uh, this episode. Future Cafe and Colac. Um, they make a, you know, I walked in, I said three quarter latte. They were like, we know what that is. <laughs> and then they made me a deep, deep latte in a mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course did. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a seven. I think I'm going to, it's one of those records that I want to return to, give it a deeper chance. Mm. But, but similar to what you said and was as well, like, like I, I put this up against salt and it and it doesn't do the thing for me in so much as I can't remember any of the songs. Mm. <laughs> so I like like intelligent. Yeah. Yes, makes me feel cool when I listen to it and talk to my cool <laughs> friends with capital K. Makes me feel names, cool. Like cool with the capital, capital K, capital Kuma and capital Kylie. That's right. Um, but I made him say that I was cool. Yeah, you are cool, Kylie. You're you are. Coolest. You are. You are the coolest. With I'm a pretty K. sure That's you're warm and cool. So yeah. <laughs> 
So to that, uh, seven for me. Seven. Well, I reckon like this album is perfect for the future cafe because it's pretty like future music, you know. You know, I feel like the future cafe. Nice, nice. I feel the future cafe has gravitated. That's a segue. I feel, that is a beautiful I feel the beautiful. I feel the future cafe. I feel the future cafe has really gravitated. Uh, gravi- gravituated. <laughs> graduated. Graduated. Gravitated. Gravituated. I like new that word. word. It's moved. It's moved. Put it in the dictionary. It's a. It's gravitated yes. to the heart of Fitzroy, right. oh. and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm getting a. Uh, it's, I can't remember what's like. Mm-hmm. like I'm got, what's like below a three quarter latte? Oh, a Melbourne magic. It, it's a magic. A magic. Let's call it yeah. a magic. No, it didn't make make the rating scale, but I'll, let's go with that. Yeah, magic. So I'm going to give it an eight point five. <laughs> All right. Okay. Nice. 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 And All right. the reason is because it's. Just, I've never heard anything like it. Yep. It's uh, so unique, you know. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. legit, legit. And it's a nice coffee as well. So yeah, <laughs> love a magic. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'm thinking, right? Um, well, in in interest, like in in the interests of my age, I'm going with the Budroom Retirement, yes. Village, and also in, in with with also um, keeping in mind my alcoholism, <laughs> the nearness of said taverns. I'm going to have to give this. Oh, I think oh, I like it. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't love it at first because I thought it wasn't. I couldn't understand it. But then I just thought it was nice in the background. You know, made me feel like I was in Mexico, which we'll talk about later. Mm. I'm thinking, oh, what did I give? What, what, what did I? What did I give? Salt. You gave salt something. Was I? Uh, Can you go you back? You gave salt a nine, Kylie. Oh, oh, like, oh, no, oh, no, I six, didn't. A six. Are you serious? Okay, yeah. I don't give nines to six. anybody. <laughs> I'm going to give this probably. Okay, I think a six is a nice reasonable figure for this as well. Yes. All right. I like to have six taverns in my um yes yep, six in taverns local, in, in, your local. Local. in my local in my local yeah so we've got two eights, kale. two eights, kale. seven and eight point five and a six a vibration black finger um, let's have a quick break and we'll be back with the last album of the evening. album we have for you is an album we when did we look at it? I think it was, very, it was week one on. or week two. It was week one or week two. Kyle, like in fact, Kylie was on that episode of Zara McFarlane record. Oh, yeah. it so, must be week actually, three that then. was the week when you told me that I only had to review one album and then you made me talk about <laughs> all the albums and I didn't know what I was talking about. I don't think that would have been the case. Yeah, it was actually the case. <laughs> you just worked out how to do the show. You didn't really know what you were doing. But anyway, <laughs> I was the person things. who took the bullet for everybody else. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy to be the idiot for everyone. Look, look I, here I am. Look, we, we, the album that we <laughs> still an idiot. Thanks, Kylie. Um, we are okay. uh, looking at Zara McFarlane's album uh, "Songs of an Unknown Tongue." Is that what it, that's what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yes. Kumar, sorry, thank you. Um, 
I've written some notes about it, but I need to find them. So I'm going to just pass it on to someone who hasn't looked at it. <laughs> Arik Bloom. Songs of an unknown tongue. All right. So I listened to this uh, not just twice, but thrice. 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 This, I this, like this it. week? Uh, this morning. Today. Oh, okay. I listened to this thrice today. And this is an interesting one for me. Yeah. Um, talent, like... spades. Vocal ability, brilliant. Yeah. Um, genre bending, it's all there. Agreed. Do I buy it and believe it? Not a chance. <laughs> Not a chance. Okay. That's how I felt about it. It just felt, you know, and Kylie, we've spoken about this, yeah. like that concept of like the two cleverness. Did you speak you about know? this before the podcast? No, but like, no, but no we spoke about, about it last time. <laughs> and thinking about reviews and things like that, like I feel like with Zara McFarlane, like tal- she's got a brilliant singer, amazing ability with chord structure. But there's just something about the kind of deep cleverness that she's pushed herself into that has kind of cancelled out any kind of feeling or message or like heart space for me. So, mm. so, so my score on this one is like, I don't like, I'm like, oh, there was this song that sounded like Björk. Oh, there was a song that sounded like Porter said. And it all just kind of mushes together after three listens in a row this morning. I couldn't walk away and go, this was this like there was something in here that made me want to go back again if I wasn't reviewing. So that is my review. Mm, nice. Mm. It's very difficult. Um, I will agree with nearly everything you've said there because it is genre defying. Um, her vocals are incredible. Um, the the production on it is incredible. Um, do I walk away? You know, remembering all the songs. Um, maybe not do i understand this album like i really want to understand this album because i just feel like there's something here that i just can't wrap my head around and the, the more i listen to it i still can't tap into what it is so is, does that mean it's got nothing to say no I don't, I don't think it does i think there's something um deep to say and i think um look as liz was saying with um the natalie slade album that you know she hadn't listened to a lot of that style of music so therefore it was harder for her to tap in to what you know, to to automatically sort of clock what what that what that is that she's listening to. Like I would say the same about this for me. Like I don't I haven't heard music like this before. Like, yeah. you know, that sort of um R and B slash with African rhythm and uh just and the and the sort of the, the under sort of lying dub um that was going on in it. Um just 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 lots of sort of genre defying um um Lots of genres sort of stuffed into the into into one sort of song. I, I don't really understand it, and I I want to deeply. Um, I still think it's a really important record, um, and oh, <laughs> I'm going to keep trying with this one because I think it's I think it's awesome. Mm. But I don't know what it is that I love about it. Um, and the song that I really loved still was the um, uh, what's the Nomad song towards Native the end? Nomad. Native Nomad. I love that song. Mm, so that beautiful. Was a, that was a good one, yeah. um, anyway, uh, Kylie. Is it Michael Mavitz? Like. Sorry, is it? What's that? Is it Michael that's, um that picked her up, sort of thing? Oh, uh, uh, oh no, Giles Peterson. Giles Peterson, sorry. Giles Peterson, yeah, she's so, been around for a long time. Yeah, so, but like, um, obviously, you know, she's obviously extremely clever and all this sort of stuff. Yeah, very beautiful. And um, like, I was having another listen to it, trying to think, you know, um, kind of reminded me a little bit of Jill Scott. Just yeah. um, little, just beautiful, lush voice. Obviously, very clever, very nuanced. But yeah, as you were saying, you know, that's what I first thought. And it's hard to 
sort of stop thinking it that when you know when you see when you do choir singing you have to do it's you has to you have to dumb it down it has to be really perfect and beautiful and like not not sorry not beautiful it has to be like you know everything's not as you can't uh, it's too it sounds too learned and too taught and too neat and yeah. in a box and stuff and that's what I I got the feeling from her that she was trying to sing something that wasn't natural to her that it was kind of just like oh I'm going to do this very perfectly and beautifully and it's going to be perfect and great and it's like yeah that's I don't know that's when you don't feel that you don't, don't it doesn't feel real it's like yeah I'm doing this amazing thing that I'm going to get an award for I don't know I'm sure she's not thinking like that but you know it just didn't feel natural to me. Mm. And it did, yeah, it felt like she'd gone, she's learned so much and then she's come back to go and try and, like, she's done all this amazing jazz stuff and then tried to bring it back into, this seems sort of like African, seems kind of like uh, modern in some way, but then it's like she's trying to, I don't know, it felt like it wasn't, she was trying to fit her toys in the wrong hole or something. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I can't, I can't explain it properly. It's, it just felt to me a little slightly contrived, but yeah. very, very amazing, but just... Yeah, it's funny because I, I just talked and I thought the longer I talked, the more I'll work it out just yeah. before. And like, even though I kept talking and trying to find what it was, I still can't, Something I still can't there. find it. There's, a, there's an itch that's not getting stra- scratched properly. Um, Kuma. Well, yeah, it's interesting you guys talk about it because I actually, I, I kind of really dug it. But um, it's in, for me, it was like kind of, it's like a mixture of some of the albums we've reviewed. Mm. Like it kind of draws on from, let's say, Natalie Slade. Like it's that mm. impeccable vocals, and then it's a kind of experimentalism of like vibration, black finger. I actually really enjoyed it, and I think wh- when I listened to this, I was kind of like, I don't know, the way I listen to stuff, I just really just kind of go like listen to it, no knowledge, just was whatever I have to grab onto, gravitate to <laughs> from what from like from, from past. But I think what I loved about it, it's so different because we think of like jazz. And the modern sense of jazz is like, oh, it's got to be R&B, hip-hop-esque kind of, you know, that breakbeat kind of chord changes, major nines coming at you left, right, and center, bang, mm. bang, bang. Like, But this is, like, so unique. Yeah. I, mm. Like, you know, like, for example, if I look at um, Run, of, Run of Your Life, I would never think of putting ping pong delay on a beat like that. You hear that beat? It was, mm. like, so unique. I mean, obviously, like... You know, you're talking about stuff not really true to her. I do feel like, because she's Jamaican, yeah? So yep. there's definitely, like, there's that, that dub kind of feel. Like, there's a song which is just pretty much like a reggae jazz fusion, which I think is Roots of Freedom. Yes. But um, I actually, I, I didn't mind it. It was really interesting. Like, once again, like, similar things to Natalie Slade. Like, it's broken water. She uses her vocals as the snare, which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, just yeah, really... very percussive, yeah. Very percussive and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, like... Uh, for me, I don't know, maybe it's because of like 2020, it's like the search for new music. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I guess I'm come from that kind of mindset of yeah, the instrumentalist and that cerebral kind of thing. Like, wow, I would never think about that. I you know, it's like, that kind yeah, of quantum, the lyrics on you know, kind of, uh, yeah, you know, that kind of quantum physics thing is like, there's stuff you know. And there's stuff it's you don't late. know you don't... It's getting very late. Stuff and, you know you don't know. There's stuff <laughs> you know that you don't know. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff you know that yes. you don't yes, know. Yes, yes, yes. But I feel this goes into the realm of there's stuff that you don't know no, that you don't, don't know. know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I've heard some new lyrics there that I liked that I hadn't heard before, which is yeah. nice. You don't hear yeah. that very often. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it depends what you want to do and uh, what you want to be given as a listener as well. Like, you want to be challenged as a listener? As a listener. Do you want to be giving stuff? Or do you just want to listen to stuff that you already know and can identify You know, it's like when I listen to D'Angelo Voodoo I was challenged like wow and now it sticks with me mm, you yeah. know if I listen to like um, you know Tego Mogu by Can it sticks with me or yeah, like you is know, this like- one of those albums though because 
melodically, it doesn't always resolve how you'd like it to resolve. I yeah, think. maybe. But it's so, definitely challenging, you know? Mm. I, you know, it's definitely. I definitely gave it another listen just to make sure I really took all of it in. Because it's not ugly, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not yeah. ugly, and, and it's not, mm. and it's not jarring either. It doesn't yeah. hurt you, no. That's true. It mm. just harmonically resolves differently than sometimes, you expect yeah. it to. Sometimes it's not good. Go where you not want it to. In, a, yeah. in a grating way, but just not how you expect it. But yeah, it. it makes you feel slightly uncomfortable, and it's like, well, mm. what you feel yeah. uncomfortable is for me is refreshing. That's like that's like Norska. That's musically. That's four part Norska under the arm. Yeah, I mean, for me, the musical and lyric is di- two different stories yeah, you know like so lyrically 100%. I'm loving it I think it's beautiful and clever and some things I've never heard before which is great and new ideas but musically it's just for me sometimes I'm like you know la 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 one thing that I did notice about this record is that like in the in that middle point of jazz and pop she manages to nail that yeah, b- ability to flow. Yes. so it doesn't feel well, you can even, you can even too throw, over oh, she's my very head. Well, you can even you throw know? in like mm. reggae or like Jamaican style yeah. stuff in mm. there in the mix as well. You know, because there's definitely a lot of those throwback. There's the, the dubs and there's like song which sounds exactly like Sly and Robbie. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, Arik, for the last time in 2020, can you give us one of your famous segues to? Well, <laughs> well I'm gonna segue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you put me on the spot. He wasn't um, ready. Was I wasn't ready? So in the in the, in the true spirit of something like flying overhead um, without the ability to control, I I'm going to segue <laughs> around the fact that I don't know our our borders are shut and there are no planes at all in Melbourne, and I'm going to Yay. segue over to Liz to talk a little bit about this record. Thanks, I didn't understand that I segue. But it was very, it was very, um, it was very tender. Thanks. So yeah. Thanks. Um, okay, well I'm going to go out on a weird limb. Ooh, I like it. On which I am absolutely not qualified to You're step. Qualified. You're They're qualified. They're the best limbs, the best limbs ever. We, we are doffing our caps <laughs> at you right now in our graduation <laughs> ceremony. Well, just to put and on my, my producer or my engineer's hat, yes. and yes, I have worked out how to use my interface with my laptop <laughs> since last time we spoke. <laughs> but I reckon the engineers or whoever made the decision is, has, is using the, the wrong mic for her. Because I don't... Ooh. I I don't I don't think that her voice is captured like this is particularly um, mm. striking or and I don't think it's her vocal delivery or her voice I think it's there's a flatness in it um, and I just don't think it's very well captured so that that was one thing that made me not be able to really get into it and I I agree with you Arik in that I don't. I, I remember I think you was sent this to me like a few months ago with mm. I was just asked like asked you for mm. some recommendations and you yep. sent it with a bunch of other stuff. Yep. And I listened to it when I was like pottering around in my room on my like backwards speakers and <laughs> and I was like I was just like, Oh, I don't oh, I'm not sure that I dig this. And yeah. so it was interesting listening to it again. I just found it like I found that that first the first kind of delayed panned um, mm. key thing it was like this is the s- coolest start to a record, mm. and um, I just found I found the mu the, the sort again like the beats or whatever you want to call it, like the musical the the instrumentation interesting, but it's like the vocals and the the, the melodic choices and just didn't didn't take any advantage of it i just i it it just felt like too 
kind of separate trains on different tracks. Yeah. And I didn't wow. I didn't feel like at any point I mean, I, when you were saying was like, oh, maybe there's just something I'm not getting. And I was just sitting going, I just don't, don't think there's anything to get. <laughs> yeah. But, well, that, but that that's just... True. That could be completely true. <laughs> but this is, yeah. again, this is the, this is the beauty of art and uh, the, the, like the, the, the missing piece of subjectivity and the audience bringing the rest of the piece of the puzzle in there. It's like, I don't think personally that... Um, I just... It left me really cold. And on a at, on a musical level, clearly she's a great singer and a great arranger, and a you know it, all the players were awesome. But yeah, there was just something, there was something in it that just didn't um, never lifted off that first thing of like, oh, this might be cool, hmm. and before you know it, it's sort of over. That was <laughs> so, weird. So it's yeah. really interesting you say. So do you feel like it's more like this is a band album? Featuring Zara McFarlane. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. With I, the wrong microphone. Yeah. Do you know, to be honest, lot, what was that? With, With the, the wrong microphone. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong microphone. I did feel like um, it was sort of like the band had gone or whoever, I don't know, she might be playing half of the instruments for all I know. I don't know anything about this record. No, I think she's but got, I'm, got I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just felt that I, I found that um, the band's like, Here's this cool thing. Mm. Can you do something over yeah, it? Yeah, just do yeah. something over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's absolutely. sort of like a yeah. ja- and in the same sense that some of these other records maybe were jams, but it's like not posing as songs or not not sort of yeah. posing as anything other than that. And I just don't again, the fact that I feel like her <laughs> I mean, I would have used an uh, an SM seven <laughs> B. <laughs> 58. What sort of uh, mic cover would you have used? Would you have used the broadcast yeah. cover or would you have used the uh, and would you use be, a pop filter? Controversial. You, you'll, be, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to catch up with Liz String on Pensado's place <laughs> next week. You, I just, just not to bang on about it for too long, but they're like, and I'm going to go back and listen to it again, but I do, there's something in the, but I, no, 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 but just but like why? one song. But just to make sure Wait, Listen to something else, not that yeah. album, you know, because I've seen some stuff online and she's obviously a beautiful singer. So, you know, you, if okay. you, if no, you Kylie, I mean, but like, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Like I, I'm, and I'm going to go back and just listen to a grab of that and like, see whether I agree with myself about the <laughs> fact that I think there's a lot of palette in her voice. that just isn't being captured. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that it it's detrimental to mm. the, to the record. So, okay. Yep. Yeah, nice one. Because it's like a debut. Is it a debut kind of? Absolutely not. No, she's she's been around for 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 a heritage. Because it'd be interesting to hear the. I wouldn't say heritage. Like, like uh, someone of our age, are we calling ourselves heritage? We are heritage. But um, you're only heritage if you've had an had a hit in the eighties. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just Carly's old. Otherwise, you're just it. an old fucker who never made it. My name's Carly Alders. <laughs> I say, I say, I say, heritage because my Spotify set like after I've listened to the heritage album for the is something third that needs time. to be protected and like yeah. like you look looked after. <laughs> That's right. Her- exactly right. Like a museum, like a yeah. piece in a museum. Yeah, something a piece of art. And, yes. And le- let me just say. You know, yeah, all things in a museum are beautiful and wonderful. So that's that's what I see Zara McFarlane as. I know my point is that I saw when I I listened to a record and then like it, it set me on a Zara McFarlane shuffle place. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a hundred percent early two thousands. Like like the next track that I heard, I was like, this is like a big beat UK early two thousand stuff. Anyways, no one needs to hear like. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after I listened to the record? Did, did you see her in London? And then I didn't see her in London. <laughs> and then, so 
Perhaps, but I'm still very cool. Yeah. Let's go to our rating scale for the week. Or is that my job? Uh, no, let's go to the last <laughs> the rating scale. The wheels are falling let's, let's off. Do it. Look, I feel like that uh, no one has selected LR Legal at all I tonight. did. I totally yes. did. Okay. We talked about Sunshine Goes Cooks. How many we, crooks you can get yeah. off in a week? Oh, who, who have we picked? Is there anyone we, we haven't picked? We have done everybody. I think everyone's been covered. Okay. Snake and bake. <laughs> Vape yeah. and snape. What's Lights. the bottom one down that left? Oh, the, the, the mattresses. I had a mattress, no, no, though. I did, I did it already. All right. I'm going to go back to my favourite. I listened to Husky on a mattress. I'm going to go back to my favourite. I'm going to go back to the the bedroom, the bedroom tavern. I've been it's, there It's twice. close to my heart. <laughs> I'm, going to go, I'm actually going to go up there and have a chicken parma next week when I'm up in bedroom, and uh, oh, that'll be a real thing. And I might meet up with Benzo while we're up there. As you will. I'm going to get... Look... Oh, far out. This is crazy, this album. This is, there's something here, and why did we pick this? Oh, really? I mean, we could have had Leanne La Harvest in here. So, Leanne La Harvest. Don't say it again. Um, look, I'm going to give it a seven. I, I think there's something really interesting about this album and challenging, and I really like it. And just because it doesn't resolve how I want it to resolve doesn't mean I don't love it. I really mm. do love it. So, um, I'm going to give it a seven. Cool. Um, I'm going to go back to the tahini. Tahini rating scale because I love I love Tahini. Um, I yeah, I, I always feel like a real asshole talking about art in a way that is slightly derogatory. And I just want to say that um, I do have massive respect for her and the music, and that's why I think I was quite harsh on it. Yeah, just not the microphone choice. <laughs> yeah, the microphone choice was shit. <laughs> <and they should. laughs> um, so I, but I'm yeah, I'm gonna go like I'm a very high rater. As mm. we've heard. So I'm going to go my lowest rate, but it's still pretty good, which is a seven. Oh, nice right. one. A awesome. seven. A seven on the tahini uh, teaspoons or tablespoons. Do you find it ta- quite dry on the tongue? Uh, let's go <laughs> tablespoons. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a lot oh, of tahini. Definitely shakes it up. I find it yep. very dry. Freshly uh, it ground is. tahini, That's very challenging yeah. that tahini would be. I it's think. not really hummus it's, anymore. It's, it's more like you add some chicken t- chickpea it, to your tahini. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't do that. Tahini, tahini, isn't it just sesame seeds? It is sesame seeds. And it's high in vitamin C, apparently. Yeah, love it. There you go. I just want to, yeah. Farting a storm. Give some tablespoons. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be a bit gritty in your mouth. That's right. They're like fucking up. sesame snacks as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best. Poor Brett. That's what I'd rather have. I'd just rather have the sesame snacks. Brett's mum used to take sesame snacks to the to the movies oh, for their snacks, snacks. And they were like, everyone else had a top tops. And they were like, they had a sesame, the sesame snack. You want to get the blue ones, though, not baby. the Coles yeah, alternative. The, the, the Coles ones are not good. Anyway, you guys right. done? Yeah, sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> For the last time in 2021. For the last time in 2021, I'm going to 2020. You mean last time in 2020? I'm going to go to the yellow turtleneck Spencer rating scale because mm-hmm. um, you think they're hot. Uh, absolutely, mustard or yellow <laughs> doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give this a six. Six out of ten. Okay, my shame. Yeah, I'm, I'm going back to the yellow, the yellow turtlenecks uh, sweater as well. And that is, for me, it's like a 7.5. Okay. Okay. 7.5 on the yellow tea. Right. Well, I've got my family coming over tomorrow night and I've got to heat up the spa, so I'm going to get some high claw in there. Hey. <laughs> and I'm going to give it probably, since I didn't love it that much last time, I'm trying to love it a bit more. Um, yeah, maybe I'll give it a five and a half. I'll five put five and, and a half, half tablets in that little dispenser. Five and <laughs> a half teaspoons of bromine. Bromine. <laughs> That's right. It's not high claw, high High Brom. Uh, from High Claw. High Brom. High Brom. High Brom. Okay, so... Thank you, All Music is Good. Thank you, Kylie. 
And thank you, Liz, and thank you, Kuma. Mostly Thanks, thank you, guys. Kuma. Before we wrap, <laughs> education. Are we telling this as yeah. we go? Uh, well, uh, well, if you want to do like a bit of a wrap up and then throw it to me, then I will give you a score. Okay, so. All Music is a Good Podcast was an amazing opportunity to just basically spend time during isolation and lockdown and listening to records as opposed to singles, which so many of us uh, have, have... It's an, it's a, it's an art of, of listening to music that a lot of us have stopped doing because we listen to the, our algorithms, we listen to Spotify, and we just get fed what we think we would like. This has been a really amazing opportunity to just uh-huh. actually listen to the art of the album and... Um, I know from my point of view as someone that, I don't know, is potentially, I don't know, I call it a purist or just like dated or expired. Um, <laughs> elevated. Like, elevated. <laughs> I, I like the idea of, of spending an hour with an artist and actually seeing what they yeah. got. So um, this has been a pretty fucking rad year. I want to thank Kylie for, you know, uh, coming. Thank you coming so much on, for this opportunity. Coming on and, you know, keeping <laughs> us honest. And, and you know, particularly I, I, I'm conscious that me and Wise have this kind of really kind of <laughs> Like st- marriage, marriage, <laughs> um, but 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 one hundred percent bringing in a perspective, particularly around like songwriting and vocalization, that you know, like two completely, mm. uh, you know, mono focused creatures like myself and Waza don't necessarily consider. And well, I'm sorry if I've been a bit negative at times and swearing too much and t- thinking mostly about lyrics and vocals. I'm sorry, I, I can't help it. I, no. you then Thank no. you guys for educating me and for all you other guys for educating me so much. It's been such an exciting time for me. I haven't listened to albums as I said since mm, when, when was Reggie born? 1994. I haven't listened to an album since then and it really shows and I know that I am a dated person and I, I really... <laughs> it's Elevated. Helped. Yeah, thank you. I'm now elevated by you because you've helped me to expand my grey well, matter slightly. Thank you. Time. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Takuma Shome, thank, thank you. you very much for yeah, coming on for a second time. Thank you so cook. much. Yes. And, and, and for yeah, sharing your amazing, uh, obviously, musical knowledge and deep analysis. You know, uh, I don't want to you know, embarrass you, but like, the way you listen to music and the way you talk about music is really inspiring. Yes. And, um, yeah. and, 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 oh, and, shucks, guys. Thanks so much. No, and legit, like, <laughs> like, like the, the way you're able to actually put it into words is stuff that I know I'm, you know, I, like, envy's the wrong word, but like I'm, I'm fully. I take my hat off to you because Spent. you're able to kind of distill so much mm. of what is complex and complicated into a place mm. that 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 people like myself can understand. So and make it funny. Well, you know, you know, that's 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 the pressures <laughs> of going to like a performing arts high school <laughs> and, doing, and aiming for like if you don't get a fifty, what is the point of this going? <laughs> and so yeah, I got a fifty in that subject. So it's hopefully it's paid off. It has paid off. What, so what, thank you, VCA. Well, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. What, what rating scale was that on, Kumar? No, it's well, music history and style is a rating scale of certificate of education. Uh. <laughs> it was like fail if it's like A or nothing at all, you know. Okay. Yeah, but you know? how many mattresses? <laughs> how many mattresses? Well, if I if I got it, I would have had the mattress. If I didn't get a B, I've got a B, no mattress. <laughs> Sleeping on the ground. Sleeping on the ground. <laughs> you didn't get it right. So thank you to both Kyle and Kumar mm. for their contribution, and for, and uh, Liz, of course, thank you Yay! so much. For bringing some fucking real talk yeah, here, yeah. do you know what I mean? There's a lot of there's a lot of wankery in this room, and you you managed to really kind of like like drill down into 
again, the ability to just describe <laughs> what, how, how it feels, you know what I mean? Grounded and, it, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, <laughs> on top of your deep knowledge of microphones. Yes. <laughs> um, so thank you again for keep, you know, bringing, bringing your amazing energy to this podcast and just talk, giving some real talk. Finally, you know, I think we all owe a deep <laughs> sense yeah. of gratitude yeah. to our captain. <laughs> Mr. Warren Hunter yeah. yes. for pulling this together, yes. keep making us all arrive on time, keeping us honest, sharing the the, the tracks, paying for the edi- pizza, editing the podcast, <laughs> everything. Warren, you have been a delight. Uh, thank you again. Aww. Let us no. let us finish so 2020 clever. with the final score. And the declaration of the oh, album of the one? year. Are we going like from six to one? No, like, we're not. We're just. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're going straight to the gold medalist. Here we go. Straight to the gold medalist. Um, the album Woo! of the year is none other. The local hero is Husky. Yeah. Amazing! Congratulations, Husky. Keeping it real. Carlisle Street represent. Absolutely. Carlisle for life. Carlisle for life. Um, Massive. That's huge. Husky Stardust Stardust Blues album. Closely followed by Salt. Wow! Huge. How closely? Uh, Point two derivation back. Wow! Point two. two. All right, that's gonna go. That's going to a recount. Stop the vote. Your ten couldn't get it over the line. That's going to recount. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, that has been the All Music Is Good podcast. Twenty. Well, hasn't thanked you yet. Oh, all right, look, look back back oh, thanks, in uh, thanks, Kylie. back in week two when you said I'm going to edit all the episodes this year. You record and I'll do the edit, and then by episode three, I was doing all the editing. <laughs> so, th- thank you for my seven hour edit sessions every week. It's like one of the most enjoyable parts of my week. I I, I can't thank you enough for He's that. He's got a girlfriend, but, so sharp one. <laughs> that, that is true. Um, Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure this year. We finally, even though. I kicked you out of my band very early on. <laughs> you know, it's been lovely to be able to actually finally do something together. It's been actually it's been really special. So so I appreciate all your all all your energy, all the energy that you bring to this. Um, it's been, it's been it's been and a wonderful segues. year. So yeah, you, segues are amazing. Incredible segues. I, I love working with you, dude. Um, it's been been amazing. And I just want to say thank you to all you guys. Like, thank you no, so much. Thank you, Warren. Thank I mean, you, yeah, you thank don't you, yeah. you don't have to be here. And like, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like you, yeah. What the fuck? John lift. I feel like you can appreciate my seven hour edit sessions now after this five hour marathon that we've just been through. So thank you for going on this journey with me, all, all you guys. I've loved this love year. It. And I hope to do it again um, at some stage next year. Yeah. Um, thanks, Yay. guys. Thank That's you so much, Waza. That has been the All Music Is Good podcast 2020. We'll see you again in 2021. Sans pandemic. Have a lovely summer or winter wherever you are in the world.